yo, yo, yo. What's happening? Awesome players. This is Arthur Dominguez. It's Jared Farr. We got Chief in the building. My stepfather, what up? Chief in the house. Mike Molina, to be exact. Mike Molina, and we also got my best friend, Caleb Craden. What's good, everybody? Yo, Caleb, yo, good to see you. Good to see you too, Chief. <laughs> two first-timers on the Yeah, we got two yeah. first-time guests. So, a little backstory. Mike Molina, aka Chief, uh, my stepfather, and he's been uh, wanting to come on the cast for the last year, I think since the first week we started. Yeah. He's always asking me, yo, let me get on, let me get on. And we recorded at the house for the longest time. He used to just ask I, me and just... I was told to be real, real quiet in the other room. Because <laughs> I'm a loud person. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, and friends coming over, just we're going to record something real quick. Just go in your room and just chill. <laughs> just go in your room. Let us have the house. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't be my own damn I, living room. I can't, yeah. That's just, my wife's always supports me when it comes to that. So, yeah. Kudos to my wife, but... Yes, yeah. yes, mother. Shout out to my mother. But uh, real quick, though, um, how's life without me living at home? Man. Peaceful, peaceful. <laughs> it is so nice. Little, for little uh, we do not, miss him at times, you know. But oh, I'm sure you do. But it's it's nice. Uh, <laughs> he told me, man. This man told me he said, man, when I you move out, I just can't wait to walk around naked. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in my <laughs> underwear. Well, that ain't happened. <laughs> she she always has t-shirts and socks for me. And <laughs> hey, I'm, we're here alone. Nobody's gonna see it. <laughs> You should have did it while he was there. That probably would have scarred him into moving out quick. That would have have made him leave sooner, Chief. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, he used to play around and say, yeah, remember the time you molested me? Oh, (laughs) my God. Jared, what the What kind of joke? Jared Jared always played I told Mom, I was like, Mom, you need to leave him. He touched me as a kid. Yeah. You are dark. Yeah, yeah. um, (laughs) I'm going to slap you. (laughs) You're a room I married. I was a dang good father to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, man. And you know, shout out to those stepfathers out there uh, because there's some there's some people out there who do, do not get along with their stepfathers. Never really have a good relationship with them. They're kind of mad, especially when the mom, you know, meets another guy in their life. Moves I mean, on with their life, and now this guy's moving in on them. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. A lot of stepfathers don't know how to handle it. So the first thing I did learn uh, was not to force them to call me dad. Yeah. So Bex. that's where Chief came in. Mm. So it was at first he said he called me all kinds of different nicknames. <laughs> I called him Ernest. Then it was Ernest, and now why Ernest? One random name. I was like, "Don't call you Ernest." I didn't like you. I, I, I hated Ernest. Kind of sounds like a stepdad name. Yeah, Ernest. <laughs> I hated. Ernest. He hated that shit for the longest time. And he, it's crazy. even at Wood at Wood Harbor, we were. He was starting to call me that Ernest. I'm like, no, like, I I'm not answering that. <laughs> So he finally <laughs> started calling me Chief, and I was okay with Chief. Yeah, military term. Yeah, Chief just stuck for sure. And yeah, then all the everybody, every friend of Jared's always calling me Chief. Yep, that's literally the only name I know. <laughs> <laughs> just found out today. Right. Like, kids have learned your first name today. <laughs> I did. Even Donald Burgess, a friend of Jared's, calls me Chief. Yeah, everyone yeah. does. How, how was the uh, first time we met? How, how'd you think that was when I was a kid? If you remember? Oh, like it was yesterday. Man, this dude. He, I'm surprised he stuck. He stuck around for so, so long. So. We were at the Grand Prix off of Fort. Uh, Remember Malibu I-10? Grand Prix at the Malibu, time? Yeah, yeah. Malibu Castle? But it was yeah, the Grand yeah. Prix. It was before they even the yeah, castle. They still shit. had the go-karts. It was the OG one. Because like, they had the Grand Prix place. and then it, that place was next the door was they built the castle. Putt, Grand this was yeah. Grand Prix. I was like in third, second grade, third grade. First, his mother wanted me to meet Jared and Jeremy, and I didn't want to meet them right away. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to be sure that we were real. That it, this was gonna go last. Yeah, because you never know. Like you, <clears throat> they met at a Cowboys dance hall. Yeah. Hey, so Cowboys! That's the whole story. I, I asked her to dance three times. Ooh! By the way, she I was pop- a dance instructor. Ooh. Oh wow! Country. So 
I know my shit. <laughs> when it comes to dancing, I'm really good. Yeah. Why didn't so we were dancing anything? at Dance Hall, Kept Country Dance, and uh, I saw her in the corner. So it's a very, very big dance floor. Mm-hmm. So I found this girl that I knew could dance real good, and I was like, let's go over there. So I was dancing, trying to impress this girl. She had another girlfriend there sitting there. So I danced and did all these fancy like moves. Yeah. Came back, song was over, walked over to her and asked her to dance. She said, no, no, thanks. Mm. Being polite. Rejected. I'm like, okay, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Chief, Chief doesn't take no for an answer. Maybe like, she didn't. Damn. Yeah, I was thinking maybe she didn't. Uh, and this dude went by himself. He didn't even have. He was just like, I was by myself. He was oh, just wanted, a lone wolf that <laughs> night. He wanted to just go home, just chill. So like. I found another girl. I said, "Let's go dance." I'm gonna. And I was telling her I was gonna try to impress this other girl with it. So he's a lone wolf I, on the prowl. I, I danced in the corner and got the song was in it. Went over back to her a second time. Said, "Hey, would you like to dance?" She said, "No." <laughs> Again, so dog. I went one more time. Went dancing. Came back in the corner. Asked her the third time. She said, "No." So I'm, you know, like three strikes, you're out. <laughs> Usually three strikes, I'm out the door. The cops are coming I'm, at that point. <laughs> I, I'm leaving. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I walk over to the fourth time, except I didn't dance. And I just walked up to her and I said, hey, I'm not asking you to dance. I just want to know why you don't want to dance. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I like the persistence. <laughs> and she said, keep shooting your shot. She said, I don't dance with smokers. Oh. So I looked at my pack of cigarettes I had, marble lights in my country shirt oh you can see through the pocket so we talked about so that I, last I my, like that yeah i grabbed my pack of cigarettes and i threw them in the trash in front of her and i said now i said now i quit and she said now i'll dance with you oh <laughs> that's smooth that Man, this smooth. was no dms this was he that kept shooting smooth. his shot wow reject what reject, is today reject hmm? what's today june the what uh it's june 2nd june 2nd oh, yeah, anniversary tomorrow tomorrow's 16 years Wow. wow. That's so good. And you went to Love the you, gas girl. station. <laughs> you went to the gas station right after that and bought a new pack. Right? <laughs> no. Don't worry. Was about a week later. I tried. I tried to hold on, but it's harder than it was harder than four months. So she won't know. So I had to buy a a big bag of Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. And I was Jolly Ranchering the shit out of them. Well, how many uh, how many years were you smoking though? You're 30, in 31. 31 years? 31 oh, years smoker. Shit. I didn't Damn. even know that it was that long. Yeah. I smoked that long. So and yeah, I quit. to just give up like that, they didn't even, I'm sure it's hard as hell. Man. It was very hard, but I did it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out real quick. Mm. Someone, and I don't regret it. It's like a lawnmower. I know. Someone, we don't even have grass up here. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. That's nah, okay. They won't yeah, hear it. They won't hear it. So one of the stories I wanted to bring to y'all's attention is when I was 21, 22 years old, we used to, our barracks rooms were Always decked out. We had we turn our mattresses sideways and do we would two two single beds and we put them together. Mm-hmm. And then we would turn the mattresses sideways so that it would be long way so you could have like a queen size bed. Mm. So we were single barracks rooms with two single beds, turned it into a queen size bed, threw one of those foam mattress things over the top, and then you got your queen size right. sheets, queen size pillowcases and stuff. So and then in the refrigerator we always had Girly drinks, liquor. <laughs> yeah. We was 21. We could drink. No, but So this was in the military? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In our barracks rooms. Now, when I was 18 years old, the law was 18. You could buy liquor. Jeez. Man, I wish. <laughs> you could buy everything at 18. <laughs> we just had fake IDs and we just tried. So when, I turned, when I turned 20, it changed to 21. But I had been going to this one liquor store for so many years yeah. that they didn't know how old I was. They just knew that I was buying liquor for two or three years and they just let me buy 
So I, I didn't, I'm like grandfathered in. What do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was 20 years old when the law changed to 21. And then I, about seven months later, I turned 21. So I'll, oh, that kind of sucks. So I'm you like sad. start drinking and then it's like, you like, you're good. What do you think of that? You're, where, I where didn't you're, know you're it was allowed a- to drink your legal drink and then now you're not? I didn't know it was ever 18 here. I did not know that. I oh, yeah. I didn't know that either. Wow. So you were allowed to drink for three years and then you had to stop technically for seven months. And then you're able to right. again. That's right. Damn. Interesting. So that's, you, that's you speak, you brought up military. Uh, for listeners out there, my stepfather was in the military. How many? 21 years? 20. U.S. Army. Let's go for 21. I'm just All kidding. Right. 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> well, let's round up. Let's round up. <laughs> let's round, let's round up. up a little bit. How many? You got 20, 20 couple months. Uh, U.S. military, right? Um, we were, so we were watching, uh, me and Arthur went to the movies yesterday. We saw the new Top Gun. Did you, have you seen it yet or no? No. You seen XC Craig? Bro, I just watched the old one. I oh, asked you, you told me yes. Yeah, you're right. First time you saw the old one? He saw yeah. the old one. Just recent? Just recently. Man, they, it been they put it on Netflix. For years Yeah, already. I know what. 86. I know. I didn't even know. 86. I did not know it came out in 1986. Wow, craziest thing. I didn't so. know Tom Cruise was old as hell. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Cruise turned 60 and he looks like our age. Dog, I, I told 30 yesterday. I told Arthur, I said, damn, bro, man. Tom Tom Cruise looks better than, than I look at 25. <laughs> <laughs> he is good looking so i told arthur we we're watching the, the the new one yesterday and, and i'm like i did not know how old he was i didn't know i took a guess i was like he's probably like 60 something just because i realized the movie came out in 1986 luckily he's 59 years old but he's gonna be turning 60 soon so i'm 59 that yeah you Damn. look good i mean you look good too tom close to tom cruise you know thanks <laughs> just a little bit but anyways back to my point we watched the movie it was badass y'all have not seen it yet Go tune into that uh, Top Gun. Oh, that movie was fucking sick. Yeah, but I gotta go. Uh, when we were we were watching it, uh, we were kind of we we're kind of confused because Thirty brought up a point. Yeah, so I was actually excited to ask you this because in the movie they're in the Navy, but they're fighter pilots. So hey. the Navy has their own fighter pilot. fighter pilots. I never mm-hmm. knew that. That's yeah. right. So they're Marines fighter pilots as well as oh. Navy fiber fighter pilots. Okay, I, and, I always and just the Army has their own fighter pilots. Yeah. I always just thought it was all the Air really? Force, the pilots. So the, all, all branches have them. They all have their own fire pilots. Yes. Man, after that movie. But I they was... all do certain different things. Like the Army has uh, the A-10 Warthog, which is the tank killers. That's massive. You ever seen it? <laughs> They're massive. So, and then the Army has also the Apache helicopters. I got to ride in one of those. Damn. Was, oh, shit. Yeah, I feel like that was ball. pretty cool. Wow. And then the CH-47. Do you know what that is? Uh-uh. I'm sure I used it in Call of Duty. They call them Chinooks. <laughs> call of Duty. Medal of Honor. I've definitely flown one. <laughs> a few times in my day. So it's the Chinook helicopter is the, the big double, you know, blades, and it carries a bunch of troops in and out that you can load a couple of vehicles inside that mm, helicopter and move around. You you see them in a lot of movies. Yeah. 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 yeah what was fact, uh, what was your job when in the military? What were you doing? So that's a good question. So I had three different jobs over the period of 20 years. Cool. The first job for the first 10 years, I was in nuclear weapons, shooting, oh, shooting nukes. Damn. So what? I'm talking the ICBM launcher, 40 foot long, big missiles. <laughs> they were called Persian. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you had to have a Cosmo top secret, autumnal background investigation done on you. So it was one of the highest security clearances you could get. Yeah. <clears throat> and so you had to pass a lot of tests and, they FBI came out to your house asking if you were <laughs> yeah, there. My friends they, in high school were telling me, hey, man, the FBI came. I was scared to death. They came to- knocking on my door. Oh, you wow. said I was with one of your friends. <laughs> oh, because like, they got to know everyone. Dude, they, 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 they interview everything. neighbors, bro. Like, <laughs> they ask it's your insane. friends, your neighbors. The FBI goes back and does a real check because you're talking about news. Yeah. So 
Damn. I went through for 10 years in, in the nuclear weapons. So I, uh, my last duty station was uh, for Pershing was in Germany. And, <laughs> and that's where my daughter was born in Augsburg. Hmm. And uh, we had a base called, it was a, it was a nuclear weapons depot and we had nuclear weapons inside the bunkers. What? So <laughs> what the so, hell you just got to, just so one, one of the stories is, uh, and this is, well, <laughs> there was this asshole captain who was from West Point. Mm-hmm. He was a real prick. And every time you, you ran in to talk to him, you would say, usually the, the rule goes, you say, yes, sir. One time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say yes, sir, once, and then yes, sir, at the end. You just say yes, sir, or whatever, you know, captain, sir, and then you just say whatever it is that you need to say. Well, well, he was such a prick that he always wanted to hear it backwards and forward. Mm. So he, I had a job that made his team come out to my building to do maintenance on the Pershing nuclear weapons battery. They mm-hmm. had to be charged up and decharged. So those batteries cost 30 thousand dollars a battery 30 the thousand dollar battery looks like a motorcycle battery what? that big but there's a bunch of them 30 and, you know, the terminals go from one to the next to the next okay so these batteries after you detach or uh, decharge de- them three or four times they go bad so you're looking at thirty thousand dollars a battery and there's like a hundred of these batteries so they have to be charged up at a certain time or you fail to be able to produce the nuclear weapons to fire in case there's a war. Mm. So this captain, I was, I was leaving the, that unit and he, this captain sent the same one that was brick. Sent, <laughs> he sent his sergeant out to take my plate. Mm-hmm. So on the hand receipt, there was this nuclear nose cone. Well, it wasn't on my hand receipt. It was on the commander's hand receipt. Not Ooh. that captain, but the colonel. Yeah. So I said, the guy says, well, whose is this? I go, not mine. Not on my hand receipt. <laughs> so there were two of them. They're nuclear ablative material. They're special made material that goes over the nose of the warhead. Okay. And we practice the depth charge. And I mean, it's, it's real expensive material. And it's only, it's a secret, top secret stuff. Yeah. But you ain't supposed to be taking it home with you. Well, I don't know. he's taking it home with him after I left. Mm. And I get this call that the CID wants to, they, and my new unit back at Fort Sill, and they want to know, hey, uh, what happened to those two nose cones? I'm like, the, new, the nose cones in the warhead shit? No, man, I left that there. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they went back and found the videos of this dude putting him in his car. Oh, shit. And he took it out of the gate where it was perimeters, which was guarded by the Germans. They had towers with machine guns. And if you, if you did something wrong, they would shoot you because it's a nuclear weapons place. Yeah. And so he just rolled it right out the front gate <laughs> oh, and put it in his car and gave one to that captain. And so that captain took it home and put it in his, in his household goods. And when they found out that they were missing, they went after the sergeant that took my place. Well, they found he found out that they were the CID was looking for him. That's the criminal investigation division yeah and they went to go looking for him so he threw his in the lek river trying to hide it so they got him and they interrogated him and he finally came clean and said all right i got two of them i gave one to this captain and and i threw one in the lek river and there were divers that went in to get that material and they found it in the lek river so but my whole thing is like what obviously you said it cost like thirty thousand dollars 
for that? No, that was the battery. Okay, how much? The, how much? the nose cones are like ten thousand dollars. What what was the whole point of it though? Like what is what is it's he a gonna, top secret clearance? Because you can't what are you gonna use it? Like what are you gonna you know? <laughs> memorabilia. I'm, like what the hell? He wanted a new nuclear <laughs> weapons cone. Like why was memorabilia? memorabilia? <laughs> That's just a, a dumbass like, thing. Like what so they opened up his household it. goods. <laughs> no, wait, you can't sell it, can't do shit. New Jersey. No, you can't. You can't even tell anybody you got it. Yeah. <laughs> and they opened up his household goods with his with his household stuff that they were shipping back to the United States, and they found the nose cone, and that captain went to Fort Leavenworth. Oh, for ten? What's that? What's that? I guess that's a bet, Crazy Jones. That's the, that's the military prison. For, oh, for prison. in Kansas, it's where all the military who do bad things go. They go there. You go ten years. It's a tough prison. How many military uh, prisons they have in the U.S.? Is that the only just one? Just one. Oh, it's just it's that 11, one. Fort Leavenworth. So that yeah. one, if you you fuck up in the prison uh, in the military, you go to Fort Leavenworth. Hey, them dudes are huge as hell, sir. I call them. Everybody in there is a trained killer. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go to jail there. I, I could have. Yeah. Here I am telling on myself. I, <laughs> I could have. FBI's gonna be talking at my parents before this episode's over. It was on the colonel's hand receipt that he better not do nothing with it, but I didn't on purpose. Yeah. I thought I let that dude think that he could just do whatever the hell he wanted with it, and he <laughs> turned and he gave it to the captain, which I had a feeling he would. Oh, and sure enough, oh, you sure enough, you could have helped him out. Huh? You could have helped him. I could have stopped yeah. him from getting but in trouble. It's at the end of the day, like he still, he still shouldn't have done. Should have known better. Yeah, yeah. Stealing from the United States government, <laughs> a, nu a nuclear weapons cone. Are it's you just like kidding I, me? I can understand when people like in that, way, like if they're gonna steal something, at least they can get something out of it. But in that sense, you're not gonna get shit. Like you can't. It's just memorable. Like you can't help stupid. <laughs> like who? And then like, people yeah. gonna come over. <laughs> and, like you're gonna be like, oh, I have this fuck. Like, you know, like it's just nothing cool. Like to say, it's not worth stealing, but. That is a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. So my last military story I wanted to share with you guys. I thought I've been thinking a lot about this one, but when I was a staff sergeant in Fort Hood, Texas. Oh, Hood, Texas. Fort Hood. So um, what happened was we went into the field for 28 days. And we were out there for a long time. And it's dirty, nasty. What do y'all eat? You, MREs. Meals <laughs> ready to eat. Oh, y'all have like meal samples? Meal samples? That you have to warm up and <laughs> add water. Bag, for Mason B. It's all dehydrated food stuff. Oh, one of these days, I'm going to get you to eat one. I have one at the house for you. Wait, you have one legit at I the house? I got two, yeah. Like, got, was it there when I was living yeah. there? Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's in a package down on the floor of the pantry. Jared probably would have been eating that I every day. I thought that was chicken. <laughs> what is it? What the hell is yeah, that? It's MREs. Oh, shit. Damn, and I'll try it out. It's that you, it lasts forever. Food lasts for 10 years. Can you it Y'all can't heat up. Y'all don't got microwaves and shit, huh? No, there's no <laughs> microwave out in the field, bro. Your microwave is the hood of your truck. That's <laughs> your microwave. Oh, you want to warm up something warm? You throw it on the hood of your truck after you ran it, and you, that the heat from the engine makes your food. Twenty eight days out there, and yeah, you're, yeah. you're surviving, huh? So we came back on the twenty eighth day, and all the other sergeants, you saw E sixes, were letting their guys go. They were like, "Just throw the stuff in the connex. That's the metal building that you put store your stuff." To throw the stuff in the connex, and uh, we'll worry about it on Monday. Not me. Sorry, Molina <laughs> didn't do that. And what'd you do? I made them clean and and wash and fill up the truck and top off the the gas and put away all their vehicle, all their connexes, all the. I mean, I made everything perfect, like if it was ready to go the next morning, we were ready, and we didn't get out of there till like ten o'clock at night, <laughs> and everybody else was gone by one o'clock. 
Oh, so, damn. Except for they my were, squad. We were six Y'all the only ones? We're the only I ones. I they were hey. pissed. And those guys. <laughs> like, I hate Sergeant Mol- Molina. <laughs> oh, man. They were calling me a sack full of names. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they hated me for making them work till it's a Friday. They wanted to get off. They wanted yeah, to go, go party, party with their friends. Drink, hang and out. No, 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 hell no. We're, we're not going to get done till we get done. Well, that Sunday, there was a mustard. And a mustard is when the commander of the whole base calls us in to stand in front and open up those connexes that every, oh, all those metal boxes that everybody damn. just threw the shit in. <laughs> well, my shit was straight. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. so the sergeant major and the battalion commander came through and looked at my connex and came to the front. Then he called me up there and said, Sergeant Molina front and center. And I went up there and he said, turn around. And I did about face. And he said, out of all the 22 connexes in the battalion, this is the only sergeant that did what he was supposed to do. He made everybody fix his connex before he left home that day. Mm. Sergeant Molina, you got the next four days off. Oh, damn. And all you people, you'll be going to be working till late at night till you get this shit fixed. So my my all my guys that used to call me a sack full of names, <laughs> I'm a hero now. He must have known they were gonna call that. It's like no, an upgraded I, sack of names. An upgraded sack. <laughs> hey, so of did y'all turn up? Yeah. Like y'all, y'all, man, we it was off the next four days, man. Yeah, yeah. party, and, party. And, and we went to work on Friday, and it's a half a day, so we just walked half a day and had another weekend right then. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we were off. Basically. Nice. Damn. Hey, nice. by doing the right thing, huh? That's it. Something you always taught me in life. So in the barracks, guys, <laughs> we always tried these new different drinks. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I was wanting to do something different in here in your podcast. So I wanted y'all to be like the testers of a new drink that I thought of. I haven't even made it myself. I haven't tried it out. <laughs> okay. So it's new to me as well as it is to you guys. So I really honestly want y'all's opinion. It's okay. Called, it's called the watermelon punch. So we've got a drink here, and I'm passing one to eat. Well, man, you know I'll drink acid, so like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you raise me to alcoholic. <laughs> so this is Fresca and Insigni Red Watermelon Liquor, blended liquor. That's what it's called, expertly blended. Did you uh, did you see this online? Where'd you? Where no. No, you I just just, thought, just thought, thought of it? Just thought it. Aspects or what? Where'd you go? So, Total wine? I've never had watermelon shit, flavored liquor before. That is good, you already, Oh, you already had it? Dog, right. that is watermelon cheers, cheers. Like, Cheers, mate. I'm I sorry. Guess we can cheers. 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 All right. Cheers. All right, mate. What do you think? Well, hold Dog, on. that shit is good. Oh, this is with... Oh, what? That, hey, it's like watermelon juice. like watermelon juice. Cheers, baby. This is with Fresca. You could probably do it with... The gallant vodka, well, which we're about to do, and we can do with uh, we got just sparkling water. Hey, Fresca soda water, zero calories. I could baby. drink this all hey, day. Soca, soda. This is a Fresca soda. This is summer drink right here. No, literally, this makes me want to go to a pool or bro, something. Bro, me, me and Arthur were talking about that. Like, so a lot of like these people who do podcasts and they just their own brand, like especially like last year or a couple of years when White Claws came out, right? Like at least what, two, three years ago. Yeah. Or like White Claws Seltzer yeah, became like longer. more of a thing. Me and Arthur just messing around, like, dude, like we should like come up with our own like little like our own little drink. Like just something like for us to like have or whatever. 
Players punch, players baby. punch. I came up with the idea. We're like, what should we call punch. it? I was like, PP, baby, players punch. Yo, <laughs> this is this is on the right steps. I'm thinking watermelon. Is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, because watermelon is like a summertime Dude, vibe. This you know, is so I'm thinking good. we're on the right, we're on the right path to the players punch right here. Okay. This is fire. This is man, chief. This is the watermelon chief right here. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be our the, CEO. We just keep making the name longer and longer. <laughs> the watermelon chief's players punch. Sergeant Molina. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit, Chief. That is good. Good. Girl. This is so mm. good. We're gonna try a different mm. watermelon. What? So this is different, but we're gonna try now. Okay, so I have, I'll tell you the last time I had Bacardi, me and Caleb were probably like 19 years old, and yeah, dead ass. Uh, we used to <laughs> <laughs> we used to drink that. It's been a long time since we had some Bacardi, so uh, I'm excited to see how this tastes with ginger ale. <laughs> with ginger ale. What is Jolly Ranchers? Hey, all right, fun fact. All right, for the <laughs> listeners out there, viewers, I was, uh, before we got here, my stepfather was on his way and uh, figured he was running late. So I stopped at HEB because we needed water. So I knew he was going to be like, right, I need a water. So stop at HEB. And as soon as I pull up, I see him pull up right in front of me at, uh, at, at the Target. My bad. I was at Target. And when I walked up, I said, What are you doing? He's like, uh, I need some watermelon mixes. <laughs> I said, what the hell are those? Like, I didn't know what he was talking about. And then he's walking around the Target aisles, cannot find the watermelon mixes. I still don't did not understand what he was saying. I thought he like meant like a drink or something. But I guess these are it. They're Jolly Rancher watermelon drink mixes. Wow. For the people um, who might only be listening, um, Chief's doing his thing over here. <laughs> yeah. Chief ain't talking. He's, he's only here mixing, bro. <laughs> The whole time Jared was talking, that ice was just... <laughs> yeah, no, they heard that for sure. You heard all the ice? Oh, yeah. They definitely heard that. It's okay, though. It's He's out right. here just throwing down. And I know you heard the crunch of the seagrams hey, opening wow. up right this there. Is, it's just ASMR, you know what it is? It really is. You got to put the mic a little closer. Jared, you should be his mic holder, Loki. He wants to do stuff on his own. Like, Give him both hands. And give him some ASMR type shit. That's the... The dishwasher. <laughs> Grab me a spoon. Alright. That now that looks like a straight up watermelon drink for sure. What, wow. I don't know. These Dude, things, this is like That's perfect. This will quench my thirst for yeah, sure. I'm impressed. These by are this. ten calories for I'm the little uh, the little singles. Ten calories. If you're trying to like this kind of diet or something. Bro, like this tastes Thank you, like sir. hot girl summer in a glass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I like trying hot to do girl shit. summer in a glass. <laughs> that is that is stupid. Good. Hey, while you make mine, yeah. Wow. Uh, since I was talking about Target, may I have one of those? I can't believe it's whiskey. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm real confused I'm, right I'm now. I'm surprised that's whiskey. Did you just put like a little, maybe like a little that. spritz of that in here? Because I don't taste any sort of whiskey in the. It's it's, it's the watermelon whiskey. It just tastes that good. Mm -hmm. Hey, hold on. Let's see the that percentage of so bad one. Thirty-five, I think, dog. Holy shit. It's 35. <laughs> Damn, what? Watermelon whiskey. Dude, how much was this? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, he doesn't check the price. <laughs> He's not you, Jerry. <laughs> he doesn't have to check the price he tag. Budget on like, no one, I, I haven't bought this yet. I can't afford it probably. <laughs> I, don't, I don't check prices. <laughs> he doesn't have to. <laughs> I can't wait to say that one day. One day. All right, so wait, what's this red drink that we got right here? Yeah, it, you haven't tried it, right? No, no, no I'm gonna no, wait. Yeah, I'm wait till we're done. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> yeah, Caleb, I'm already a fan. This is for sure, I'm a fan of this. Caleb got a head start on the watermelon. Though. I did, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> Caleb's I like, oh. had to go ahead. And hey, we turn it. over, that shit's gone. 
It just looked, it looked good, man. All right, sir. All right, all right. Let's Hold on, let me. Spill. I, I the set will kill us if we do spill an anything anywhere. Okay, so what you're saying is pour this red drink Bro, a little bit on the couch. Hey, I'm so glad we're doing this over here. Imagine she was like, "Well, we can go over there and do it, <laughs> sitting on the white couch and shit." Dollar set would have an anxiety attack if she walked in and oh, saw man. us with these red on the couch. drinks on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I would be sleeping under 1604, <laughs> under the bridge. That's as far as I can walk. All right, Chief, set that shit up. Let's uh, let's try this. Hey, okay. so real quick, Chief. So this is Bacardi, ginger ale, and Mike, watermelon. Talk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah talking to Mike. Right. Watermelon, ginger ale, and the the watermelon powder that you get from the H-E-B. Yeah. It's called Jolly, Jolly, Jolly Rancher Drink Mix. Okay. So it's Bacardi, and, Bacardi, yeah, and, Bacardi. and ginger ale and that powder. Tell me what you think. All right, cheers. Cheers. Oh, shit. Cheers. I, I was everybody cheers. Well, I just want to try it. Straight to the cup. Let's try this out. Wow. Delicious. Wow. Isn't it good? That is refreshing. That's really like Kool-Aid. That is like Kool-Aid. And it's Kool-Aid that can fuck you up. <laughs> Damn, yo. Bro, this is... I need some more mixed drinks like this. Dude, for real. Yeah, you be dr- sipping on Jer- this shit all Jared's night. Jared's mixed hey, drinks is- are like three quarters vodka and the rest is juice. This so, is player's punch right here. I think this could be the player's punch. So I think you just it. helped us with our player's punch. If you guys would try it out. See, that's Bacardi and that's over two shots in each glass. Two shots of Bacardi. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. So, so we're going to be drunk by you, the end of this. You, you, <laughs> can't, you can't even taste the liquor. That is no, you really right? can't. I and have you, really you tried so this let me, yet or did you like... No, this is, my first, this is my first time. I'm, I'm you just wanted... You were thinking like your whole thought... But I, want, I want watermelon drink and I want you guys to tell me what you thought or not. And I mean, who puts drink powder in their liquor? So That's true. I don't know. I've never done it. I remember... <laughs> uh, that reminds me when I, back when I lived at home. I remember you had those, but I never ever thought to put them with like liquor. Yeah, with liquor. Never thought of that. So that's Bacardi in that powder. <laughs> now we're going to try it with vodka. <laughs> God damn. Just, hey, we just have okay. all our shit. All right, so I need, a, I need a ranking system. What do you guys think? Uh, all right, so the whiskey the whiskey drink compared to uh, the Bacardi drink. I feel like they're two different drinks, though. I right, like, I, that's why I wanted what you guys you, to get involved. I'm guessing like, what do you I feel think, like though? What do you so think? far, I'm liking the Bacardi better than the... I, I kind of like... I don't know, but I'm a big fan of whiskey, so this like yeah, it hurts yeah. my heart. Okay, to how about say this? How about this? I that think, I like the Bacardi. It's easily the best whiskey drink I've ever had. It really is, taste yeah. wise. Yeah, it's just the, you don't taste whiskey really. But in your mind, you're thinking a whiskey, not a not a watermelon, a fruity, yeah, fruity drink. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was right. a thing. I didn't even know that. I, I didn't even whiskey. know that was that watermelon liquor existed. I didn't either. <laughs> See, <laughs> because, because you are a fan of whiskey, you drank whiskey all year, all these years. I love it. At Crown. Peach. Did you you never tried Crown? Wa- Oh, this is the first time I've ever even heard of it. And ah. today I was at the liquor store at La Quintero over there by that Target. Yeah. And they said, we're the only ones that sell it. There's, there's oh, no wow. other. The total one? The total wine. The total wine. They're about to get a lot of business. Sponsorship right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they let me try the sip of it. And I was like, Ooh, oh, like one of the one of the taste t- like samples. Oh, they get you. They, and and they I get already you. was thinking this is what I was bringing today. Was looking for this, <laughs> and then you yeah. came out. I wanted Damn. to try this Bacardi and vodka, and I was going to get Great Goose, but this she said this is Gallant. upcoming. Really, really good vodka called Gallant Vodka. So I thought, you know what? We could try it with Fresca. We could try it with sparkling water, <laughs> or we could try it with with ginger ale. Hey, we got options, baby. Shit, we got all kinds of options out here. I'm telling you what, we haven't even got started on the gallon yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got it down the uh, 
Let's kill them. Kill them. This first, because I think we still. You're, oh, secret. I know secret is gonna be done. Yeah, I've been done. Secret is refreshed. Let me tell you. I'm an, I'm an alcoholic. I'm hey, sorry. what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom and dad. So you like the li- you like the liquor one better than the powder? I, I like them both. I do like them. Like that whiskey. My girlfriend hates whiskey, but she would love that. Yeah, like that is it doesn't even taste like whiskey. That's the watermelon. Like, the watermelon is definitely doing something. Let for me, me tell you right now. Yeah. So I feel like these two drinks. One, they're both good. Good shit. I feel like the watermelon will be perfect for like a definitely like a pool, like you buy a pool or yeah, something, especially yeah. in the summer because it just it does it's really refreshing. Even this too, you could probably sneak that that watermelon whiskey, but this could be just even like just to relax and sip on this, <laughs> like just to sip on the whiskey, uh, like just chilling out. I feel like it's pretty good too. Like like necessarily, you don't even have to be like buy water or anything. You could just be like just chilling, having some drinks with some friends. This I is agree. good. Now I wonder if there's places that sell that though. I wish it's probably ready. only the total place sells the that. The total wine. Like you bet you can't. Yeah, you can't get that like at a. I'm sure like at a normal bar. That's you got your empty glass. Stupid. Unless yeah, you go bro. to like Rock and Rye or something like one of them badass bars. George's Keep. I doubt it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, you forgot about mirror. Oh, definitely. <laughs> All right, drink drink number three coming in. Hot. <laughs> hey, why he's doing that? Hold on, real quick. Why he's doing that, bro? So we're talking about Target, bro. Have y'all um. Have y'all noticed the Target shopping carts are one of the like best shopping carts in the world? Like, think about it. I, I really haven't. You haven't, bro. No, I've never really used shopping carts. I go to Target. Usually, I like go for like clothes, or you don't go for groceries or anything, right? Like, right, right. So I went as shit. Since, exactly. <laughs> I went to just get some water. So I was like, let me get the shopping cart. I didn't want to carry it. And uh, dude, their shopping carts are like. The Tesla versions of shopping cart. The Tesla. I kid you not. Go bro. to Target. Try oh. shopping cart, bro. It is like it just glides. Like so, you don't even, really. You, you don't even do. You don't even push the work. You go it to must Walmart. Have, must have upgraded those. You go to like Walmart, HEB, anywhere, bro. Like you gotta put in some work on them shopping carts. What, bro? Target shopping carts are like they just glide. They're like Teslas. Promise. I, ne- I never paid attention. Go to, uh, when y'all done. Go. To they Target. didn't used to be that good. So, I'm, bro, no, they, they yeah, must. I'm, I'm surprised. Bro, about you this. know what's crazy about Target? They upgraded everything, right? Like their design and everything. Yeah. Everything except their bathrooms. <laughs> their bathrooms are still in 2000. For real? I haven't, I haven't got a chance to. They still got the Dirty dog. They still hell. got the dog in that bitch, right? <laughs> they still got the They said, nah, bathrooms don't matter. What was his name? Baby. Spot? It was Spot, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the dog. Spot yeah. the dog. They upgraded everything except the bathrooms. They Damn, said, nah, man. that's last in our budget. For sure. Target, but bro, it's just crazy. Like Target got everything, bro. I was in that bitch like, they got, you get home shit, you can get sh- shirt, clothes, they got some hey, but, groceries. But low-key, H-E-B's got, like, starting hey, to roll out the new home decor. They're starting at H-E-B, get this. Like, H-E-B's the only one that's selling this watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it at Target, Walmart, and nowhere. Damn. I'm like, hey, one of, our, one of our good friends. So what do you guys think? With, with vodka, what would go better with vodka in the fresca yep. or the sparkling water or the, or the ginger ale? I, I, I'm, I think I'm gonna, all three. We've already had a drink wanna, with the ginger ale. I want to try the Italian. Why don't we try the Italian? T- <laughs> let's get the sparkling water. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, 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 let's try Italian the sparkling water. Italian sparkling. Hey, look at this. Hold on. Why he's doing sounds that? Sounds fancy. One of our good friends uh, works at HB and he was telling us they're going to be opening a bar at one of our local HB. No shot. Swear to God, dude. It's in, it's, in, it's in the works. It's in the works. That's like a brand new thing, Because, you know, thing, HEB bro. has, they got, like, some places to eat at and stuff, the Flaming Bird and all that, some other shit. Now they're opening a bar at that at HEB. Yo, bro. meet me at HEB, 11 o'clock. Yeah, bro, imagine getting <laughs> faded, go down, and get, like... <laughs> <laughs> bro, 
Yo, who are y'all going out tonight? H-E-B? Hey, y'all just see me at 2 in the morning. We're going to meat market? What? You getting some cheese? What are we getting? Donuts? Y'all just see my location at 2 in the morning? Where you at? I'm just at H-E-B. Just getting fucked up. Hey, my wife's still tracking him. He's... Oh, he's at H-E-B. Oh, he he's must, just being he responsible. Be he's being shopping. He's just getting yeah. his groceries for the week. I'm just like an overnight stalker. <laughs> oh, he must That's going to be Jared's favorite spot, yeah. bro, guaranteed. I'll be at H-E-B, Because nobody knows you're turning up at hey, H-E-B. Nah, they don't want to ask questions or worry about you. I'm just chill at H-E-B. Girl. Somebody will text you and be like, I see your location at H-E-B, bro. Are you at the bar? No, man, I'm just, I'm just grabbing some groceries, bro. No, just, you know. So yeah, this. let me get another round. Give the essentials. <laughs> Bro, but think about, okay, think about how dangerous and smart that is. If you think about it, say your HB, say having a couple drinks, maybe like a happy hour or something. And then when you think about it, when you're kind of drunk, going grocery shopping, I did it one time, probably spent way more money than I had. Dude. <laughs> because you going shopping, like when you're feeling pretty good. Is and actually, you're hungry, right? Exactly. And you're hungry. And you're hungry. That's actually kind of a smart, smart deal. All right, we'll Thank see. you, sir. Drink so this, number three. Remember, this is the sparkling water. Okay. And the gallon vodka yep. okay. with the Italian sparkling mineral water. Mm. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Let's Jolly see how this one goes. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, this is on the podcast more often. <laughs> Chief, Ooh. when he came in, he said this was going to be a unique episode. So hey. Okay. Wow. The That's sparkling. really, I'm really tasting the Jolly Ranch wow. on this one. I like the sparkling water. I'm really tasting the Jolly Ranch on this one. I feel like it's not too much, you know? I'm, this one is... I'm, Probably the most simple tasting. Like I'm actually yeah. very surprised. Very surprised. <laughs> well, what's your thoughts? Because I, I thought the Italian water was going to make it dull. Yeah, true. Whereas the Bacardi with the ginger ale and the Fresca, it was good. Yeah. But to me, the Italian water takes the cake. That's yeah. Because right, so this version it, with this gallon vodka is the shit. Because That's the one, simple... the Bacardi drink is is a little a little sweet. It's yes, definitely sweet. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I true. feel that. That's all I'm saying. This I feel one's like, that was, like I could, I could feel it's the not little, that sweet. But I feel the bite of the vodka in there. Still gives it a good little, makes your chest feel good. Nice. Yo, I feel like I'm on the Food Network right now. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you Guy Fieri? Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It takes hey, a all, hint I know, of, all of our tongues and our teeth and shit are gonna be just red as fuck after this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> My mom's gonna be pissing. Hell, you. <laughs> Dude, that is. All right, so real quick, let's go through all of us. What was y'all's favorite one? What was yours? Favorite one out of those three? The last one. The last one's your favorite? Favorite one? I got to go with the watermelon. The, the, the watermelon liquor? The first yeah. one? Drink number one? I love that. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to agree, bro. That Drink number one. That watermelon, watermelon liquor, liquor wins. It yeah. has to take... Wait a minute. Wait, it wait, takes I, it for me because I'm, I, I'm a, I like I'm whiskey. I'm literally 50-50 between one and three. I like number two, but one and three is like a solid 50 because this is this is good because the Italian uh, water... Sparkling water? Yeah, it it's gives it like it's not too You sweet. know what? I think the Italian water make, make the powder because you usually mix it with your with your six or 12 ounce water water bottle, right? And you shake it out real good. So the Italian sparkling water is mineral. It's uh, it's carbonated water. And I just think it mixes well with the powder. Yep. But yeah. I'd have to give it to the sparkling water. Yep. Sparkling water so yeah. So it's two and two kind of. Kind of, yeah. Because I'm, I'm a solid 50-50 between the drink number one, like y'all's is That, that watermelon whiskey drink, just took all me three. by surprise. They're all good. They're all, and they're all good because like you can wow, sip on these whatever. Wow, that's so good. Damn, you just- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think we're on. We're on to players' punch coming. Oh coming yeah, soon. we got options now. We, got options. Yeah. we know who our conductor is. <laughs> yeah. You be CEO, bro. This man will be in the lab for sure. Y'all got so, a sommelier. <laughs> she's over here throwing dabs and shit. <laughs> so ne- my next invite 
it'll be something something special. Yeah. That we're gonna try out. Right, Hold on real quick. That's a dog. Your dog? Yeah. They're just beating the shit out of that dog. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear that? Nah, he's <laughs> Dude, well, I just to say it like that. It just seems like that's a beauty. Why is, it, what, is that a dog? God, I hope sorry, we're dog. in an apartment. Right. So y'all, y'all mentioned something on your podcast a while back. Yeah. Um, one was I, I wanted to talk about uh, McCormick. Okay, you were talking about UTSA running back? Yeah. Football football? Oh, UTSA okay. Okay. Running back. okay. Okay. What about specifically so, him? Was that, I think it was what K-Mac was on, right? So yeah. what is y'all's take on he didn't play in the game that could have won. They would have won had he played, but he did it to save himself so he would get drafted, and he never got drafted. You could, you could change. And the- one of the reasons I believe why he didn't get drafted was because he showed himself as a selfish person, and he put his own needs above the team. Now, what do y'all think? So, look, I think you could change that. Well, let's no- give some context because I don't even have no clue what you're talking yeah. about. Caesar McCormick. Yep. See, no. Sincere. 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 Yeah. Sincere McCormick he's is a UTSA. The, he's the UTSA running back that had like umpteenth records, American all all running back. Yeah. He, he was a monster. Behind. I went he to two or three UTSA games, and this dude was the ball. He's he's the real deal. He's he's a, an amazing <laughs> athlete. Amazing. Okay. I think what Chief. Well, Chief, what you're saying is so like, he didn't play in a game. He did the last bowl in the bowl yeah, game. So oh, okay. I think for the rules that he was wanting to get drafted, he didn't want to hurt himself. No, but listen, oh, listen. Okay. The thing is, so you're talking so about copped out. You're talking about like a, just a general. I mean, he's just one of hundreds of players who are in that same that same thing. They do the same thing. Like they don't. They sit out the bowl games, and it's more popular now where they've been talking. Like basically, a lot of these star athletes are sitting out of bowl games. So yeah. if you're not too fam- familiar. Bowl games for college football is basically like uh, you 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 had a decent record in your conference and you advanced to a, a game. It it's, does, it's like a consolation championship. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And you, you're still going to win a trophy. Like it's a, it's a it's a pretty intense thing. Like it's a whole weekend. They make it a big deal. So, Chief's saying, for instance, this is just one example of hundreds. There's so many athletes who they sit out of these bowl games. One because they don't want to get injured. They don't want to. They don't want to hurt their chances yeah. of not making the NFL. Say you play yeah. that bowl game, you tear your ACL. Like, yeah. it just... I mean, yeah. it's happened before. It, it does. And it's, I, and it's... But it's, it's a more, gamble. So they're basically deciding that that game is not worth playing. They're like, yeah. yeah. They're like, what is that game going to do for me? I made a name for myself all these years. One, Why play this game? His, his university could have won that championship and it would have propelled the university into a different level mm. of... But instead, he put his own needs before the team. Yeah. So what the youngster didn't think was by showing the NFL that he wants his needs before his own team, who drafted him? Oh. Nobody. He got no drafts. He didn't even get looked at. And that's because he showed how selfish he was. Now. He had to run over there and cry to at Los Angeles Raiders. So he's a walk-on over there trying out. A walk-on? They got seven. <laughs> it's not a they got seven running backs already oh, over yeah, there. He's, uh, he's got about a zero point one percent chance. He's unrestricted free agent. He said walk-on. Unrestricted free agent. Yes, I mean you know he, he, number one look, he, look, had he played in the game and they won that bowl. Hey, but look, they would have shown how good he listen, really is. Listen, old old school. Look, I tell you this all the time. <laughs> You got to understand, you're co- this is coming from you from a, a fan aspect, right? What if you were in his shoes? 
Oh, I would have gone out there and I would have got uh, three, four touchdowns. I would have played. But it's also risky, though. Think about it. Say you have so a is life. <laughs> Walking across the street could get you run over. There's a lady pulled in front of a guy with a motorcycle. She's not going to jail because she killed him on a motorcycle. He, she turned left. He's just one dead ass motorcyclist. <laughs> You know, I mean, you just don't want to take like, chances. Like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a I got a, I got a autograph football in my, in my room right there where the media room is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Marion Barber. Oh, rest, oh, rest shoot, in peace. Oh, rest in peace, Marion Barber. Just yesterday, twenty four hours ago, bro. they found him. They One still say death unknown. So. I was with you. When, I was. Hey, I was with One you. We went to go see him. We went to like a Dallas Hard Rock Cow- Cafe in downtown San Antonio. Dallas Cowboys had their training camp in San Antonio back in like 2006, 2007. I mean, I was a little kid, but. We went to that, and I remember you. We met him. He got his autograph and everything. That's right. So I'm saying that's autograph football with him, and he's dead, but he got drafted because he went all the way to the end and bowl game and got drafted. Yeah, I mean, it, McCormick made yeah. a mistake. Mm. He should have. You know what? Yeah, there's about a zero point one percent chance he could have got injured, but but the the reward was that the NFL teams would have saw him as a team player instead of yeah. a selfish player. So if he would have played, you think he would have gotten drafted? Bigger chance. I I honestly I don't know. I think I disagree because I agree, <laughs> because of the fact that I don't think they were looking at it like not drafting him because of he didn't play in the bowl game. I think they were looking at it more of a size thing because he's always always been underestimated because of how small he is. And I feel like they just looked at him and they and were kind of And also because he off. came from a conference that didn't He's, play against. Yeah. But I mean, they won all their conference. They won. They beat the shit out so of So there's teams, four UTSA players that are drafted. Mm. But but those guys, look, they got size. They got speed. They're all in. Like Tariq Willen, bro. Yeah. He'm like the fastest. 6'3", 204. I think he's like 204 or 205. So it had nothing to do with their 40. conference they were in. No, no, no. It's, it's just, just it, it honestly is a size thing. Think probably, about Johnny Manziel. He's not the, the traditional quarterback. When Johnny Manziel got drafted, he won the Heisman. Like, he put numbers. He did everything. But he got, he was late, late first round. Right, John Mizell? Yeah, I think yeah. he was. Yeah, he was like late. He was like, he didn't Cleveland, get, and he won a freaking uh, a Heisman. Heisman Trophy, and he he didn't get drafted like in the top five. Like in, it's like I feel like it a lot, and they do it every year though. They always compare sizes. Like you're not the right size. You're not gonna do good. Look at Kyler Murray. Obviously, they were talking mess about him for the longest time. That he's only five nine. That he what kind of quarterback can can look over the line and be in the NFL and succeed? And he's doing better. He's showing numbers. He's killing his. Okay, wonder. Kyler Murray is a once he, in a lifetime athlete. Though. Yeah, that, but that dude is it's just like absurd. It's he's insane. A chin, though, he's but a it, but it's, coach, he's just bro. one of many where they talk like so a, a lot when you go when you transition from college to NFL. It's like it's big big man football in the NFL, and they I feel like size has a lot to do with McCormick's not the average running back size. Like there's. Very small guys. I want to say like Frank Gore is probably like five nine or so. Like there's, you're not gonna. I think he's a little bigger than that. You're not gonna find. You're not gonna find a guy. A your tra- traditional running back is gonna be at least five ten, five eleven built. Like what you know. So I feel like that. That is the reason why he did not get drafted. Not necessarily the game, but I can see what you're saying though. And I feel like I could see it. Look, I'm old school. <laughs> I know you are. I'm old school. And if you show me that you're not a team player. I don't want you working for me in my yeah. company. Yeah, you and know what the difference is? Like, it was his choice to sit out. Yeah. Because I remember growing up and going to Spurs games and Pop would sit out like Duncan or yeah. Parker Ginobili at the games I would go to. And as a fan, I was pissed. because mm-hmm. certain games that you expect to see him because you're paying exactly. to go see. And then he's sitting out for their own health. 
I understand. So he's already hand, though. He's there already. Yeah, he's proven himself. That's the difference. Yeah, because it was the coaches. Save him for the season so we can win a championship. That's, like that's the coach's. Um, this guy idea. still has to prove himself. Yeah, and all yeah, he proved tough. to everyone was that he's selfish for his own needs. It's, it's and he didn't get drafted. But there's just many. There's many Sorry, players. Kayla, but. <laughs> <We're> all, <laughs> I'm, all right, hey, it's I mean, opinion. It's an opinion. No, I can so, see both sides. Yeah, yeah, I think. Okay, so you did say that you're old school in the way that you think about that. Absolutely. And, and I do. I can see that being an old school thing. And most of owners, GMs, and coaches, they're around your age. They're and they're old school. <laughs> yeah, they're no, older than me. Oh, look at Jerry Hello. Jones. Jerry, you, know, you might be onto something. Hey, Jerry Jones is 110, bro. <laughs> yeah. Until you get older, that are y'all age. These old Jerry Joneses people, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to think like them. Nah, if it, they're looking at you, they're going. If they're the decision makers, then you need to. That's just like tats. If yeah, he's, but if he was against all tatted players, he'd be like, no tats on my team, you know. And then you'd see a, no players with tats. Yeah, everybody yeah. had to have short ears on the Green Bay Packers that one year. What year? Wait, what? Yeah, years back. Everybody on the team had to have short back hair. Back in like the 80s, 70s? Yes. Had to have short hair? Yes. Oh, I ain't, like, see, now, what's See, but, okay. See, that is more of an old school mentality. I remember when I was in middle school, my, my yeah. coach, who's about your age, I, I, and to this day, I'll never forget, he literally said only we could only wear white socks. Like, it was like traditional. I went to other middle schools with younger coaches. You can wear black, red, whatever you want. But, I'm talking traditional white socks, black black cleats, like you know what I'm saying. No armbands, no. You got that tradition. I'm sure you would be the same way. Yeah, you, you no gloves. So so <laughs> so, chief. Like on the flip side of the token, how many athletes have ruined their careers essentially because of an injury? Like their body is all they have. You know yeah, what I mean. Sure. And there's been so many examples. Ask so this- that to Tom Brady. Yeah. How many times do you think he's been injured? Quite I want to say not a lot compared a to some other. Nah, he's, he's who who is the goat? He's been in the league for 20, 22 years, and he's, he's been, been injured a couple of times, but it's so, never like super serious. But he's that. But that's kind of lucky, or maybe it's because he no, took care of his body luck. better. Because I'm more familiar with basketball personally. Like, look at someone like Derrick Rose, who had everything going yeah. for him. Greg, injury, Oden. injury, yes. injury, injury, injuries, and that ruined his career. It just it no, really but it takes did. one of no, it it takes one horrible like horrible injury that can just make it just go bad after that. Like, there, there might be some minor ones. Certain injuries will, will, will ruin But like an Latarian, sure. like in your ACL or something, like, I mean, yeah, it's it's horrible. Like Sets you ke- back. Keely's, so all that, like, yeah. So you got to take, you got to decide what risks are worth taking. Exactly. Sometimes. So for him, it might have not been worth so taking. So Sunday, this past Sunday, your mother mm-hmm. and I went to church. Yeah. Um, and then we went to Uvalde. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my take on um, so I grew up my whole life as a Republican mm-hmm. and his mother, when I met her, she was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And as long as we didn't talk about politics, we were good. <laughs> there was no feud between us. I used to always give him shit like you're Republican. So <laughs> yeah. all the time. So, I'm sure he did. So, you know, he didn't a, know shit. There's either. a time when I wanted to kill him. I was like seven years old. You're it, red. It, 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 I don't know if he ever did it on a podcast, but there was one time when I wanted to kill him. <laughs> but sorry, honey. I was, I, that was actually to, one of the questions I, I, really I was going to kill yeah, him, we'll, we'll get to that after. We'll keep, keep so, uh, so we went to Uvalde, and on the way there, we saw the helicopters of the president, and we're like, "Wow, man! There's the president of the United States." Did he visit? Yeah, he came there. Okay, oh, he, he was there in Uvalde. 
He landed here in San Antonio. So he landed, he landed in San Antonio oh, at sure. Kelly and he flew yeah. he had helicopters. Uh I thought they were may have drove his vehicles. Nah, they're like hell not. And you know, he brings his vehicles on his planes with him. Mm-hmm. And they either drive ahead or they as soon as they get out, and like my my wife goes, You mean he actually brings his vehicles with him? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a C seven forty seven. It how many, it holds it holds like five or six vehicles. So you can, but they. I'm I'm talking like suburban Tahoe's, like yeah, yeah. all under the belly of the They're plane. All that damn, yeah. that's crazy. He takes it with him so that way uh, he can get in his armored car and drive around. Yeah, but if he's flying, then they have to fly these other helicopters that are Marine base one or or you know the the call sign for the for the president Marine one. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. uh, uh, I, if I stand corrected, I, I might be corrected, but I think it's Marine one, but anyway, mm-hmm. the, uh, they, the president flies the helicopter and they have escorts front and back. So we did see two helicopters in the front, two helicopters in the back. We got to Uvalde and there was the people in Uvalde were awesome. They were all handing out waters to people. These are, they, they know we're strangers coming in their town. And we saw, uh, I never saw so many cops in my whole life, mm. literally in my whole life. There were so many cop cars everywhere from from everywhere, Springfield, from Houston, from from Dallas, from all over. There, McAllen, far, everywhere. There were there were just cop cars everywhere. Anyway, so we were talking about I changed from being a, Demo- a Republican to a Democrat because first off, because of Trump um, and I research. I'm 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 one of those people that look into. Yeah. The person before I vote for you. So you're actually intelligent. I am yeah. very, very. <laughs> I am very, very smart. Research is not a term that people are familiar with. <laughs> you know what? They they just take it on. They take TikTok's word for it. Yeah. And you would say you were a Republican for 30, 40 oh, plus least, years. Oh, 50, longer 50, than a smoker. Over since you could vote. Since I was a Republican longer than I was a smoker. Since you could vote, basically. Yeah. Since I was at least 19. fifty years, because you it at was least. just recently. So you're already you're fifty nine. So a friend of mine, he's from he's an E seven retired uh, from Joshua, Texas. He was also a Republican, like myself, and we did the research on Trump and found out one of the first things that touches my heart is the fact that, um. If you file for bankruptcy, the people that you owe money to, you're never going to pay. And they can't get money out of you. They can't do anything. They can't do nothing about it. And so Trump once said, that's not bad business. That's smart tactics. Mm -hmm. How do you equate being a president and using that as a tactic? And that's smart tactics? I mean, first off, when when you run for president, you're judged on your back past, on everything that you did. And when you become a president, you're judged on everything that comes out of your mouth. And everything that comes out of your mouth better be the truth. Mm-hmm. There's more lies told by Trump than any president in the history of the presidency. Yeah. There was a website I was tracking. And I remember, <laughs> we're talking 3,000 lives. And we had Clinton. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations will, with that I woman. I will tell you, though. That woman, Miss Lewinsky. Clinton is the last president that balanced the United States budget. Mm. And the guy that did it for him, that worked in his staff, is Kasich, who's a Republican, a governor of Ohio or or uh, I think it's Ohio. Mm-hmm. He, he's a Republican, and he worked for Clinton on his staff, even though Clinton was a Democrat. 
And that's the last time the government ever was balanced budget. Now we're in trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. Yeah. Um, but Obama, Bush, he enacted this thing with the CDC. He gave $1.2 million to stop a pandemic in case, because he, he knew that something could happen eventually. That's where SARS came in. So they've got the genome of SARS, which is the pretty much the DNA of what COVID. This, this, it's the DNA of COVID, but it was SARS at the beginning, came out of China, Wuhan. All right. So Bush enacted it, started the $1.2 million funding to the CDC, and Obama came right behind him, and he also put $2.5 million into the CDC to stop pandemics. We had uh, SARS had came out. We had also the Ebola came out. Um, we had two other diseases that came out, and we all stopped them. So you never really heard like the world didn't have a pandemic, right? Okay. As soon as President Trump came into power, he dissolved and didn't fund any of the CDC to prevent the pandemics that could possibly happen. And then after we we had one. The moron, yes, I'm saying you, Trump, you're a moron. <laughs> moron no, he definitely listens to this. The moron, yeah. I'm sure he, he listens. He does it every, every week. That moron didn't even acknowledge that there was one. Yeah. And refused to say it until the point where it was too late. But you saw him take the vaccinations and he kept trying to take credit. You notice on all the TikToks and all the videos, of he goes, well, I, don't, I didn't get credit for that one, but I should have. Mm. Like you, man, it was just funny when he wants to get credit for shit he didn't do. No, exactly. Y'all remember (laughs) how long was he calling it a hoax? Exactly for the longest. So I, I, and then it was just funny. It was just funny when uh, I became a Democrat. And it was just funny when Ever Trump since. did get, uh, he did get COVID. Because when, when that happened, it was Yeah, like, and, then, and then all the care that he got was behind the scenes. So <laughs> probably the best of the best. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he's like, I'm doing just fine at the one of the best hospitals in the world. I don't know exactly what it's called, but yeah, he was over there. But you were, it's just crazy Which that. Which one's that? I'm alternating my sips. <laughs> I'm honestly, dude, I'm going back and forth. You almost can't tell the difference after a few of you. You know what? <laughs> they're, they're, they're starting to taste very similar. Yeah, we're going <laughs> <laughs> We're going back and forth with our drinks, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. There's a lot of people out there, you know, if you are on one side, do your research. You might go to another side. Who knows? But it's just crazy that you were a Republican for 50 plus years and oh, yeah. you did some research and now and you are on the Democrat side. I am a Democrat. You know, that's, sure. that is, you're and, proud of that. And I went to go see Beto. He came and I got pictures of me. Oh, with how him. was, uh, how was meeting? We talked about him last week, especially all that Beto? shit that went down at, yeah. uh, with Greg So Abbott. I'm 50% disabled, uh, service connected disability. Mm-hmm. And my taxes went from last year at eight thousand dollars to twelve thousand nine hundred dollars in one year. I'm paying over a thousand two hundred dollars a month in taxes, not counting my mortgage. Now, thanks to Greg Abbott, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to GA. So, um, I talked to Beto about that. I said, look, I'm a 50% disabled veteran and I don't get no benefit. They don't give me no discount in my property tax. And he said, if you're 50%, you should get at least 50%. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That Damn. makes sense. Yeah. That, if I'm paying $12,900, I would only be paying 6000 I won't be taxed right out of my house. But at the moment, I'm fighting just to keep staying you, in there. You need to protest your property taxes. So I can teach you I, how to do it. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. My boy Caleb Crane. I'm all for Beto because I want that guy to help me get my 50% property tax. And I'm sure that's just and one. He of- wants to do that for all the veterans. 
So yeah. I'm, yeah. I appreciate that. And I'm sure that's just one of many things that Beto will you know contribute to being. Including Governor. legalizing marijuana, he told me. <laughs> yeah, hey, there we go. There we go. Legalize the marijuana pack. He, he he was a, a, I, I'm not on that fence. I'm not so quite sure <laughs> that marijuana, um, uh, legalizing marijuana is a great idea. But yeah. but I do know that there's a purpose for it. And I get it. I understand. There's a lot of veterans who have PSD, uh, PTSD. Yeah. yeah. And they need it. But But always when it comes to that kind of things, people abuse it. And for sure, for you'll sure, be, you'll be, you know, you'll be like Cheech and Chong and smoking, blowing out of the- <laughs> Hey, hey, the day that shit's legalized, hey. we're passing. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Hey, Chief, well, real quick if, on the podcast, if, he, if it was legalized, this maybe it just could be a one-time thing. Would we just take one hit if it was legalized? If it was legalized in Texas, you would take a hit with me. What's I would it? definitely take a hit. Right, hey. Wait, on the podcast? On the podcast. We can do it on the podcast. If it, if it means on the podcast, <laughs> I do it. Okay. All right. You heard it right here because. A- ask me if I've ever had a hit of. Never. Uh, no, you never had a hit of marijuana? I, I, don't, I believe you, honestly. Yeah. I'll never I forget you. when I was growing yeah, up. I terrible. mean, Chief, I mean, he very, he installed it to me. I mean, that's why to this day, I'm not a smoker. Like, I mean, there's times I've, I've smoked weed here and there, but I'm not like a smoker like some other people. <laughs> yes. Did you just say that? Yeah. And then forgive him. He knows I've been in Las Vegas and shit, and I all smoke. But I'm not a smoker. I've never been like into smoking weed. That's not my thing. Never. But I remember he bro- can't even swallow a pill. <laughs> bro. He gotta have it crushed. <laughs> he does. This is what we need to get to. He does, bro. I never get growing up. Me? Growing up, you told me, hey, if you ever, if I ever find weed in my house. Your ass is going to oh, be you know, your toes. Why do you think I was oh, so I, scared against weed? I, I never was even... so terrified of it, oh, too. I, I, I'm pretty sure I would have been sent to some type of boot camp or something. <laughs> he, he was hoping. I he was, was looking for one. He was him. hoping. <laughs> I'm sure my dad's His mom said he's going to send him, drop him off at some place. I was, she, yeah, she was she like, she, 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 no, mama, don't, don't. My mom used to always say, I'm going to take you to the shelter. Yeah. You're a dog. I'm going to take you to the shelter, Jeremy. I'm like, the shelter, mom? You don't eat your food. I'm going to take you to the shelter. It was on the nasty. Eat your veggies. <laughs> no, like, you know, he's to this day, he don't eat shit. No, he doesn't no. eat. Man, I, yeah. hell no. Chicken nuggets? Uh, yes, a Big Mac with a, a plain and dry plate. No, no, he says no nasties. No, no nasties. nasties. He no calls nasties. them nasties. Anything vegetable-wise, it's a nasty. Plain and dry plate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, plain and dry? What the hell? What's the use of buying a burger? That- you got to have all that. That's you're buying saying. a burger with no flavor. Yeah, I gotta understand what bacon and cheese is all you need. You know, bacon and cheese, bro. You're gonna have clogged Y'all arteries. Y'all supposed to. Thirty wants years. to get into uh, some stories growing up. You know how, how I have a couple of memories. Couple, okay, go, of you. And you have any questions? Oh, you have a memory of me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, one of my favorites. <laughs> we'll start. One. We'll start light, and then we'll go into some heavier shit. All right, okay. All right, all right. First one, we were playing ping pong. Oh, I was good. You're good. You taught me a couple things. You might not even remember. You taught me a couple things when it comes to ping pong. So he he has a uh, what's your friend? Who which the cook, got, uh, the, cook, the the meat market? Oh oh no Sean. no no! You're talking about no you're talking about no 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 not Sean Reno. Sean Sean and his father played me and Jared. Yeah, we did a, we did a uh, son and father duel. Father son doubles. That's dope. It was father, lit. Son, and who won? We did. Hey. Hey. And, and Sean's listening right now because Sean texts me every week after we have these episodes. <laughs> Sean's listening. Hey, they, they were actually pretty good, but we we came out on top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was oh, yeah. fun. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Better <laughs> luck next time, though. But remember, so uh, we grew up, a lot of my friends would come over after school. Stuff. So we you're doing my, on my Wood Harbor, I mean, uh, Lindrith. Yeah, yeah. The two story house. Yeah, your house in Holotus. Okay. We were playing a game that I think we made up. Oh, no, it was around the world. Around the world. I'm, I'm the one that we made still that play it. Okay, so this is nope. Chief's game. One of the yeah, best right. ping pong games, honestly. Very fun. It's really fun. You basically yeah, circle the table, so it's fast-paced, and you're kind of running. 
Everybody has a paddle. Everyone has a paddle. There's at least four or five of you, maybe. We've been playing it since I showed it to you guys for years. Yeah. It's been a while. So I remember you. I love it when you put the money in the pot, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 At one point, we're putting, we all had like 10 bucks in ones. and you. Just... I won a lot of money off you guys. I'm not here <laughs> yeah, to brag. I do remember that. I do. Remember, I don't know how you wind up. <laughs> Every time you I won. the last guy, I'm like, God damn, how did he get there? <laughs> I'm the better ping pong player. <laughs> because, you know, in that game, you, your serve is what used to get us. Bro, so growing up for the longest time, Chief would always tell me like, oh, I won a, I won ping pong uh, in some country. What was the country? Bro, Croatia. He was Mr. Croatia. <laughs> I was a champion. Said, I was the champion shit. of Croatia. Like, the, uh, growing up, it was like, well, I won in Croatia. I was Mr. Croatia. I won ping pong. Like, and I never believed until we actually finally got a table and he started doing this serve, which is like a crazy serve that you see some shit like on the Olympics. Like, I don't know. It's harder. It's, it's harder. It's yeah. It's it's, it's hard to get back, like to freaking hit the ball back. Because I can do. never beat you because of that serve. But in around the world, the game we were playing, you didn't serve. So, no. So that's how we would win. You just, you just try to get it over. Yeah. You were lucky. If you got it over, you were good. Yeah. Just get over the net. But anyways, so I remember at the time y'all were selling that house, and <laughs> Chief, you know, he's <laughs> went for a went for a ball that was probably a little too. A little too, a little too far a little for you. Too far from where the angle. Or something. You ran straight into the wall, put a big hole in the wall, was, like the size of your torso. It was horrible. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah, it cost me four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I remember that hole. And she, the first thing you said was, "Well, I can fix that." No problem. No problem. I got guys that can do that. <laughs> you got up. Motherfucker still had drywall on him. He was like, I can fix that tomorrow. It was a big hole. We were selling our house in six days. It was a very big hole. Our like, house was getting sold. You, you remember that? You basically uh, trucked the wall. You trucked the shit out of the wall. I tripped. I was trying to get to the wall. I tripped. Ran smack into the wall and put a big ass hole Let me in. tell you, when you play around the world, you go okay, all, but you're going going all out. You're going all out. Yeah, I was sweating playing oh yeah. Oh yeah. around the world, bro. Just, you played it in my house. You played right? it at the new house. Yeah. yeah. We played. I was like, uh, we went and watched football on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We just all played around the world, bro. We were just. And it's cool when you start hot. off because we actually start. We could play with like seven or eight people to start ten, off. Ten. Yeah, paddles. you can start off with ten. Paddles. I got ten paddles. And then so ten people. Wow. Before you know it, people just start getting out. Depending on like, you got some guys that are gonna hit a little bit hard, like a little soft. Like you just never know. It's just the thing is, you just gotta keep running. So everybody probably listening is going. How does 10 people play ping pong at the same time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how do you do it? Well, one person hits it over the net. That person has to return it, and he moves forward. So everybody shifts one. You're then circling the, next the one. table, yeah. So you're circling the table, and there's enough players on each side, five and five, kind of going around. And so as each time the ball gets hit over, you have to move over to the next one. But you can't run over the guy in front of you because yeah. you got to yeah, give yeah. him an opportunity you gotta, to hit the you ball. you got to time it It's really his well. turn. Yeah. So, and, but when, as you go, it eliminates one, two, three, four, if five. You, yeah, so and you, then miss- you get to eight players, that's two left. Now they just stand in front of each other. And that's where you always seem to win. Yeah. <laughs> you always seem to win. Because you'll be out. So I was out. I'm, I can't. As long as you weren't there and you didn't <laughs> serve, I was winning. One of the few times that I, when I'm at the end, I know I'm winning. There's <laughs> yeah, no yeah. way I can lose. It's like almost everything. Playing ping pong or even going bowling with Chief. This motherfucker happened. Oh, a, you tell me a lot about a, bowling too. He had the ball, the shoes, the bag. I mean, like, and he'll do some curve Just shit. Like, jack of all trades. You know, like Chief, it's like everything I wanted to like learn, like, man, she knew it like it, you knew everything <laughs> the jack of all I'm, sports i try to be the best at everything i do <laughs> okay but here's here's my question about what? that specific memory what if it would have been jared <laughs> who put that hole in your wall 
What do you think your reaction would have been? <laughs> Different. Because <laughs> with you, it was just, oh, I can fix it. Yeah, I, I would have had to make him work it off. <laughs> the guy like the, what's it called? What's that movie? The Hulk? I can fix that. <laughs> what, what the heck? I, I can, can fix, fix that. that. That was his first reaction. I would have done See, that. He would have. Maybe- that's my house, and that's my home. <laughs> <laughs> if it's my house and his hole, it's different. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference. I can hear it right now. You stupid. You stupid son of a bitch. What the hell are you doing, Oh, it would have been a much different oh, experience. You would have kicked yes. my ass. Yes, you would have been pissed at me. God, bro. None of, nobody could have came over anymore. Thank God it was me that put the hole in Yeah, that. because your reaction was, let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad that let's my mom heard how, that yeah. it was you too. How did that go with Miss Edna, though? <laughs> well, she was a little mad. I own a construction company. Hello. <laughs> nah, real transition. Why are you fixing it, honey? I'm like, transition. Get it Arthur, done has by another, next week. Arthur has another, uh, another story in a minute, but that, before we start that one, there was another one. So this was, like I said, this was probably one week before we were selling our house at the time. So it was like literally six days. This motherfucker had to get it fixed in six days, right? So transition, we were already moving to our apartment in the meantime until our home was getting built. And I remember, I want to say you were there. Probably Josh. <laughs> I know it's I want to say Matt Barra. Sean, all of us were at my my place, and we had to move this TV. Um, it was like our TV in the game room. Do you remember this or no? A little bit. Okay, we had to move. What the TV. kind of TV? I mean, it was a badass TV. What was it? Probably plasma. Oh, plasma. 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 Sixty-five yeah. inch. 60, yeah, this was like in 2014. Get yeah, your facts straight. So it was a plasma <laughs> TV. I don't know how many. Sixty-five. All right, nice TV. It was in, in our game room. We always, you know, it was the, the, the game room TV. So I remember. Uh, we had, it was like about eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And I feel like the next day it was like during the week. So we had school or something. So I remember chief, it, chief wanted to just go that night to go take it to our apartment. I think me and you, we all helped put the TV on his, in his back of his truck. And uh, we wanted to go take it that night. And we needed people in the back to hold the TV yeah, to make sure everything's okay. You know, cause when a TV can sometimes jiggle, you know, like depending on. <laughs> Depending on you know you breaking or stuff like you can only be strapped on for so much when it's in the back of a pickup truck like mm-hmm. so I remember we loaded the TV right and Chief wanted to go that night and my mom said what did my mom tell you what'd she tell you she said no let's wait till tomorrow morning she said, she said what she said wait till tomorrow morning she said wait till tomorrow morning she said why y'all going y'all should just stay here tonight but we'll do it tomorrow in the morning whatever I'm like okay starts. you sure we have five guys that can one can be inside with Chief a couple in the back and the next morning I remember I was uh, yeah I went to I went to school we all went to school this guy ends up taking the TV to the, our apartment <laughs> and I'll never forget what he calls me. He's, he's making a U-turn from a freeway and he made a U-turn. The TV slams. <laughs> it slams and it gets messed the F up. Literally. And he is so pissed because he knew we should have gone that night when all of us were there to like just somebody could, we could have like watched it or hold it and dude, just messed up. Cracked. Mm. And you I, I couldn't blame her for it. But she was the one that talked us into going the next day with mm. <clears throat> only had him. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I didn't tell him, okay, hold on to it all the way. I was at school. No, you did it by yourself. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, like it just was it was horrible timing, but I'll never forget. <laughs> that TV was completely was messed up. And it was He's a good TV. Apparently, you were there, Jared. I was there. I was yes, you were. Oh, I was in school. Man, you're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> what was your story? All right, one more memory. This is a funny one. <laughs> this one's more extreme. <laughs> one time, there was, we're at your house again. Chilling in the game room area. Four or five of us. You were showing us your handguns. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so we know some of your handguns, and we're passing it around carefully. Careful. For the folks, you home. know, just taking a look at it, making sure we're careful with it. Jared was the last in the circle, though. It gets to Jared. <laughs> I'll I'll do that later. <laughs> Team's over want, here trying to clean shit. I don't want to set that. Dude, it's fine. Don't be sure. Yeah, we'll okay, clean. We'll ahead. clean. All right, good, good. So that was my nine millimeter. Yeah, you're okay. showing us. I don't remember if it was one or two different guns. Whatever. Yeah, Chief has a, a collection have, of different guns. I have guns. three. Okay. I think you, you had just gotten it at the time, so you were showing it to us. Jared, we're passing around in a circle, right on the couch. Jared's last in line. It gets around to Jared. First thing he does. What do you think it is? He points it at me. <laughs> not you I pointed ass. at Arthur yeah. <laughs> he pointed it at me I pointed yeah. at him you stupid and, and, and the thing is I did like oh bro. like you know like, he was playing like he was he was joking like, like he was joking like yeah. a gangster <laughs> like a dumbass and he pointed yeah, he, it sideways he pointed yeah. it sideways yeah, at me right. I was like yo hold right. motherfucker like, chief, I, yeah. chief sees him <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anyone get like chewed out I thought I was going to die. 20 minutes straight. I thought I was going to get like kicked out of the house. You remember that? Yo, that sticks with me. I'll never forget. He called me, you dumb motherfucker. What is wrong? I can go to jail. He said, you're pointing a gun at someone. That's my life. Your hands is in my life. Blah, blah, blah. And and you were just going off on me. And I was like, sir, I'm sorry. I saw saw him do it. So I did it. Like... Monkey what about other friends? Josh pointed at Arthur's so like, Oh, I'm, let me just yeah, the, the, the funny part about the story is someone else had already done it. You didn't, didn't see it, it, but you didn't see it. <laughs> you <laughs> saw Jared do it, <laughs> and that's why Josh kept laughing. It's always the second one. It's always, always the sec- second one. Second one. And stupid you ass. were about to kill me that night. You called me a dumbass. You called me stupid. Oh, you, called, you wanted to rip my freaking head apart. Right? So when I was young and my dad had a gun, 357. I have his gun to this day. Yeah, and. A kid, I wanted to show my friend, and he pulled. I pulled the, my dad's gun out of the shelf. This is how kids get killed. And I pulled his gun out, and I was showing it to, and he pointed the gun at, gun at me and was about to pull the trigger and thought it was unloaded, but he never asked if it was unloaded or he didn't know. He didn't look if it was unloaded. <clears throat> well, my dad never keeps an unloaded gun. It's always loaded because for for the reasons of yeah, yeah, yeah. in case somebody burglar but i was just showing it to him and so i had to grab it from him and i never forgot how dangerous having a loaded gun in a house is and now i'm not afraid of guns because i was in the military 20 years i've trained but even though i knew his gun was not loaded because yeah. i took the i took the whole clip out and made sure before i passed it around there's nothing that there was no rounds yeah. in it but you never point a gun, gun yeah. at anybody. That's the first Every rule. Shit. First rule. First rule of having a gun. That's just common sense. And I'm all talking shit like, yo, you what up, never bitch? point <laughs> a gun at anyone. <laughs> yeah. You could be like at a wall and pretend like you're a gangster, but don't ever point it at somebody. Yeah, oh my God. Because they won't know that, if, first off, if it's loaded or not. And if you don't really know that it's loaded or not, and somebody pulls the trigger and it's loaded, even if the clip's not in it, it could be loaded. It could, yeah, yeah. It can yeah. be. No, it's just one of the like dumbest things I've done. So I, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that 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 was a lasting impression on him. Ooh. But I guess I made the lasting impression on you. <laughs> that shit stuck with me. It, it was just, uh, it was a funny thing because if you really think about it, yeah, I pointed at him, 
He got two guns pointed at him in the matter of five minutes. Oh, yeah. Two <laughs> of them. I don't know <laughs> why me. <laughs> like, nobody Josh likes was on his left side. Yeah. I was on his right side. I'm the chill one. Bro, right. just aim at Arthur like, what's up, bitch? So, <laughs> let, me, let me ask my son a question. Oh, yes, sir. Okay. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, <laughs> I know this for a fact that it took eight years. Remember, I told you I didn't require him to call me dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, on the eighth year, on Father's Day, he posted uh, uh, how he felt about Father's Day and how he thanked me for being who I was. <clears throat> and if you know who I really was to Jared, all those years of meeting him at school because he thought picking him up had to be done or... It was social suicide. So <laughs> this guy wanted he, me to walk home in high wait, school. Like he oh. would wait two to three hours instead of walking for ten minutes. <laughs> Yo, you <laughs> live like Jerry, ten you minutes. Live, Jerry, you, you live close right to school. Close. <laughs> he lived close, and I would have to come across town to get him. Get him. Yeah. I'd have to stop in the oh. middle of a meeting to come get my I son. Want to, I didn't want people to like see me walking on the. You know, he didn't want to be seen walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were so many times that I'd had help him at night. Yeah, um, and it, my wife can contest to that. That well, I well, help me with homework. Help with your homework. This motherfucker be helping me with my I, math. I, problem, I my math homework. Is, I'm in bed. He's doing my math. He's in sleep, and I'm doing his work. Mm. So I can't tell you how many times I helped him do his homework from grades three to twelve. And he's a procrastinator for sure. Yes, hundred percent with so, everything. <laughs> have you ever had somebody help you that much going through your life? <clears throat> I wanted to ask you, Arthur and Caleb. That question. Luckily, yes. My You're, sisters and my my parents for sure. Helped you out like that? Yeah. Caleb? Yeah. My my parents and my brother for damn but sure. But it just stresses the importance <laughs> of family though. It really yeah. does. That's why I've got it permanently inked on my arm, family over everything. Cause I do I do find my family as to be like one of the most important things in my life. Great. So it's true. I, 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 think, I hope I, I mean, left an, a lasting impression on Jared as far as a, even though I was a stepfather. I want. Oh no! I, yeah, I give you credit all the time. I, on, I, on that day of the eighth, uh, on the eighth year of being his father, he posted how much he really appreciated that, and it it brought tears to my eyes because it was the first time that he actually said "I love you" to me. Oh man! Hey, hey, we took, wow. took eight years. Make another three. We took, took eight, eight years of of being. His I didn't have a Facebook growing up for the first like six. We've never cried he, on he, thoughts he, of players. He rebelled, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like crying. Unless yeah. it was of laughter. <laughs> Jared rebelled the first time I met him in the. Oh, that's all in, see, if we're if we're being honest, we started off this podcast episode. It was. We'd even say the first time I met you, we kind of transitioned from you meeting my mom. But the first time I met Chief, I'm surprised he stuck around this so long. How was it? Him. We're supposed to go to the movies. It was back. Let me tell you how how long ago this was. This was when um the SpongeBob movie came out. Oh shit! <laughs> we were solid third grade. All yeah. right, and I remember we went to one of the movie theaters, and the SpongeBob movie came out. We were supposed to see it, and it was so popular that it was uh, sold out. This was like before you can like check on your phone. Obviously, you know we didn't have internet on our phone, so you just had to go to the theater and there was tickets. There was Kinda tickets hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just that's all it was. Yeah, so yeah. it was sold out. And uh, I remember uh, Chief was he didn't want the night to end like that. He was like, let's still do something. You came up with the idea. Let's go to the Grand Prix. And the Grand Prix at the time, as a kid, we were in San Antonio, Texas. You went to Malibu Grand Prix. Yo, that place was lit. 
It had go-karts. It had like an arcade. Yeah. There was even some other like attractions too they had there. Like it was just a dope place. He suggested let's go. I was excited. I was like, all right, cool. And I remember you walked up. Don't forget, you had your boots. You had your cowboy hat. <laughs> she was rocking a cowboy hat. I was like, all right, this is my mom. This is who, this is who she likes. And uh, <laughs> she's, she's told me, I told him that he better behave. And he was acting up when I, when I first met him. And she pinched the shit out of him. <laughs> At one point, my mom was took me by the motorcycle area. And she was just beating my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I was acting. I said some dumb shit or whatever. My mom's beating my ass and she's over there. I'm like, man, he's never going to come back around. <laughs> <laughs> what were your Wait, thoughts? Where, I, what the was, hell were you thinking? Like, oh my God. It wasn't enough to scare you away. You know away. what? I was one foot in, one foot out. <laughs> it's about a 50-50. That, that was the first time. Then there's a second this time. This is the first impression. You mean like your, your future steps up. You have no idea what it's going to be. We were... She was living in uh, Wood, uh, North Knoll. At our apartment at the time. At yeah, our apartment. Me and my mom were living at our apartment, yeah. And her mother, when I first met her, this is truth, and forgive me. I went in. It was my second or third date with that. And she had a box cutter in her damn purse. I guess she didn't trust me. But uh, after we had on our date, I took her back. The boys were with their dad. And I said, can I go to the bathroom? I I didn't need to go to the bathroom. I just wanted to see what kind of life she lived <laughs> by going into the house. And the two boys had their own room together. And I walked in. We went in. I went into the bathroom. I washed my hands. I didn't have to go, but the but the uh, towel felt like cardboard. Mm. So she had no dryer. So we were poor, dude. So <laughs> she <laughs> she, hang, she hanged her towels to dry. And though when you put them out, they're like cardboard. I was like, oh my God. So I went out and bought a dryer for her hmm. and delivered it to her. And y'all weren't even boyfriend. So we were about to engage. We were about to get oh, married. My, we got my dog, Dakota. I miss you, girl. And rest in peace. Dakota, real one. Y'all remember Dakota? I, I love Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was a good dog. So Jared was sitting on the couch with me. I was sitting next to Jared. <laughs> And Dakota was on the on the floor over there. She was laying down, and Jared put his feet on the coffee table. <laughs> and I didn't say nothing for a minute. And here's this new kid that I'm going to be help raising, you know. <laughs> and so I waited for about. <laughs> I counted in my head. It's five. I think I had like my. PSP. I can only imagine how much it was bothering. I had like so, my PSP oh, was, or something. I, it, it was irking me. It was like, <laughs> oh, it was. So I I just kind of. Reached over to him, a little tap, you know, and said, hey, we don't put our shoes on the furniture. <laughs> quiet, like, hey, we don't put our fur uh, shoes on the furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought for sure he'd pick them off. Kept them. I was, playing, I was playing like a PSP or something. Like, you know, you're so like, you just, I, I waited another asshole. 10 seconds. You're an asshole. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I waited another 10 seconds. Then I said, and I just kind of popped him. Okay. Hey. hey. We don't put our shoes on the furniture. I'm sorry, Ernest. A little more stern <laughs> I'm that time. Sorry, Ernest. <laughs> and he calls his mother. He's beating me. Oh. <laughs> and she calls me back on the phone. And I have to walk outside. And I had to go downstairs. Bruh. And she's telling me, don't hit my sign. <laughs> and I'm steaming out of my ears. Yeah. And I go. <laughs> This ain't gonna work. 
<laughs> this ain't gonna work if he thinks he's allowed to put his feet or, dis- oh or disrespect me. And so we made a deal. This was like a week before the marriage, before the wedding ceremony. And I said, "Look, this ain't gonna work if if I have no control over what he does." And she said, "She promised me. Look, let me deal with him, and I'll spank him and 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 discipline him, and you just make sure that he doesn't disrespect you. That's fine." I mm. said, "Okay, okay, fine." If you can consider <laughs> absolutely for sure that he won't disrespect me, because if he disrespects me, I'm beating his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I am beating his ass. I don't care. You should have. So oh, he needed that. We, we got married and we he moved to Wood Harbor. <laughs> and he threw a tennis ball at me. I think we messed around. What were we doing? We were, I don't know, but he threw a tennis ball around, at me. Right? And he broke the glass on my clock it was Ooh. a grandfather clock that's what i think i was i think no i think i was playing the basketball game and i ended up nah, you know you I, just I, you just missed yeah <laughs> completely missed you were throwing it yeah remember those 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 uh goals you can hang on the door yeah yeah it was right next to his badass clock yeah yeah that clock so did it survive i said what the hell do you think you're doing and he's i said go in your room and he went you're not my father. Mm. Man, I was steaming. Oh. I'm like, what? This was like years <laughs> later from that first. Was like, I was like, I was so like 10. I'm episodes. chasing after him. <laughs> yeah. House, and as I'm going, I'm pulling off my belt. <laughs> oh, hell. And we have an island like this. Like this island, we have an exact island. And like on this. the edge, ah. edge of the island, there's a rack that has 20 <laughs> bottles of wine and fake grapes. With a with the iron grate, you know, holders that holds all the bottles of wine. So I had twenty three, three shells of it, <laughs> and it was one of them kind that you fold up and you can. It's like oh, it's about eighteen inches wide and it's about thirty six inches long, and has a and had uh, the iron racks that you kind of see them on the island, you know, on the top part, and it's it holds wine. And there was like twenty bottles of wine. And I'm chasing after him. I'm running. I'm running, bro. I'm swinging the belt. Oh, he's trying to whip. And he's running around in front of me. I get to the side right here. And he grabs the stupid rack to help him turn the corner. Oh, my God. And pulls the whole rack over. And all 20 bottles of wine fell out of its rack. And there the was whole- one way to make this this worse, and Jared did it. He did Jared it. Did I found it. a way. Twenty bottles. <laughs> I found a I way. I found the way. As I cut I the corner, and I just hear the straight into the bathroom. And I go to the bathroom, and I and there's a obviously uh I went in the bathroom and I was gonna it's behind hide. the shower curtain. I didn't. I was trying to get behind the shower curtain. Like they couldn't oh, even see me. Right? Like how stupid of me. I end up falling, and the curtain fell on me. In the shower curtain, yeah. I was just stuck. Yeah. He came in, I was like, oh, I'm dead. This is this is when I die. This was the time. I was terrified. And something held you back to not what my ass because you were but you were I can see you so mad of my life. To that day, I, I'm pretty sure I haven't got you that self-control. Mad. It was at it was at that point, like he was so mad at you that he didn't even want to beat your ass. Like he just felt sorry <laughs> for you. Like, yeah. That's what it was. Like he just felt sorry for you at that point. He was I'm like, this dude. I, I'm past this. Now you're sympathetic. I'm like, if I hit this kid, he's gonna die. <laughs> I just told him, just go to your room and wait your mom gets home your mom beat your ass right she she went to go get a paddle i believe she beat your ass we had uh <laughs> it, it's a it's a cutting board but it looks like a paddle 
Yeah. Jared told it, me about the cutting board. It has board. a handle. I'm still on the podcast. <laughs> she whooped his ass with it. Shit, my dad made a paddle for us, like out of like in the wood shop. In his in shed, the wood shop, he he made custom. a self-made paddle. It's a put his, ass put his, it. put his <laughs> initials on it. Boy, I tell you what, my I got my ass whipped a lot because I just was a dumbass kid. But my mom, <laughs> the one time, bro, my mom was so mad at me and my brother. My it was my my dad's first paddle that he had made. It was kind of small. It was like smoothed out. He took time to sand it and shit. It was real like. nice. He like, my mom was so mad at me and my brother. She was yelling at us. She slammed it on the wooden table we used to have and it snapped in half. And at that point, me and my brother were basically just like pissing our pants. And then after the fact, I was like, hell yeah, she broke the paddle. I'm not about to get my ass whipped with it again. <laughs> then my dad made another paddle that oh, he was, was ready. bigger. And he didn't send this one. So I'm like, wood chips in my ass. Like, <laughs> like, bro, that splinter sitting down. Like, uh, yeah, he didn't take the time to sand this one. It was, it was like he made, he made this specifically for me to look at. And, and you would second guess, like, do I really want to get my ass whooped with this one? Because the other one was sanded. So it was like, I could take a couple whoopings from that one. But this one, I was like, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to mess with that one. So I understand the, the fear of paddles. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, so thank you, sir. Guys, let me tell you something. The best thing I ever did in my career was join the army. Mm-hmm. When I was when I was 21, I I joined uh going to college in Midwestern State University, Wichita Falls, Texas. Mm-hmm. And my father, uh, I had failed a class and my father said, You gotta be home by 12 midnight. So I got home at like 12, 15 <laughs> and he put chains on the door that was never there before. Yeah. He, not on time. You're late. <laughs> and he locked me out. So oh. I slept in the car and the next morning I'm my, I'm hearing tap, 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 tap on my glass. And it's my mother. She's like, what are you doing sleeping in the car? So I'm like, that's it. I'm decided to, I, I joined a fraternity called Teeks. TKE, yeah. Tau Cap Epsilon. They're, still, teak, they're still around. They're still, they're around. still around. So I was a teak. And uh, but we partied too much and I didn't pass some classes. So my dad, that's why my dad gave me the curfew at 12 midnight. I had to be in the house. And I'm 21 years of age. Mm. And I'm like, I'm 21. Yeah. So I went downstairs. I mean, uh, after I took a shower, went back in my truck. I'm in my car. I had a Trans Am, and I drove to the recruiter. And at 21 years of age, I joined the United States Army. And mm. 10 months later, I was already in. So the 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 uh, best thing I'd ever done. My mom cried when I was leaving. Yeah, but because that was never your intentions. Like you weren't planning on just. But it was kind of your path to like independence in a way. 41 years of age, I never went back. So 41 years of age, I have a retirement mm. coming to me for joining the Army at 21. So you were in there for yeah, 20 years, huh? I put 20 years in. Oh. I feel like, man, it's, and it's, it's crazy. the best thing you ever could do. You traveled a lot. You went to a lot of different places. Obviously, we I am worldly stories. knowledgeable. Yeah, Cultural ping pong extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Ping Pong. Croatian. Croatian champion. Croatian champion. Germany. Tennis. Bosnia. <laughs> Egypt. Cairo. God damn. Turkey. So, Egyptian bowler. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I was the football coach <laughs> oh, of, get this, tell this of story. a Turkish-American <laughs> football game. He brought football to Turkey. 
I'm the first American that ever took football to the pioneer of Turkish football. I was on national football. television in Turkey. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and I was on two commercials. It keeps in, getting better. In Turkey. No this this man is world renowned. So, so <laughs> we've been sleeping on The thing is, Chief does all this cool shit. How am I still a dumbass? We've been sleeping on Chief, bro. So I had a, a mar- this these three guys, one, two guys. Two guys were uh Barbaroso and Fatih were their names. They're Turkish. Like, and, like and they had a friend who was an English teacher in school. Get this. So they invited me to, to go country dancing to, to talk about cowboys in Texas. Yeah. So they yeah. were actually teaching Texas history in the Turkish elementary school. What? Wow. Let me say that again. The Turkish people teach their children about Texas history. Damn. The West, cow, the, the Cowboy West. That's insane. I, what? We don't even teach that. <laughs> you know? They we, might know we, more so, than us. So I took <laughs> my cowboy bro. hat, they know my, my buckle belt, my, my handkerchief, my Western shirt, and I took a boom box that plays the Cotton Eye Joe. This is real Texas, man. This is, no, I'm not joking. Hard Texas. So they invited me, so I went and sat down at their lunch. And it was crazy. All the Turks saw me in my cowboy hat. They said, look, there's American Turk, Texas cowboy. And so we went into the classroom and five other classes wanted to be in the classroom with my English friend. So they, all these kids kept coming in the room waiting to see this Texas cowboy in there. Wow. So the word got out in the whole school and everybody was leaving their classes. Now, this is a Muslim country. Mm-hmm. They stand in line everywhere they go. Never have you ever seen pandemonium in the school, ever. And they're coming out of their classrooms. They're disobeying their teachers, and they're coming in the windows. They're coming in the door. Like, what the hell is that shit? A rare breed. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I was in my that? cowboy. I played. I played Texas country music, uh, Cotton Eye Joe, what? and I played it in their classrooms. And they were. They were asking me all kinds of, do they shoot Wild Wild West still? <laughs> do they carry guns? They probably thought we were like the horses you know, and all that then, shit. We, yeah. didn't, we, we didn't have open carry, so we didn't carry guns. But I could say now we do. <laughs> but yeah. back then we didn't. But there's, you know, horses are your riding. They just thought the West was still the West. Yeah. I'm like, no, we're real modern. I feel like there's, even to this day, there's still people who even think that, though. Like, they're like, you're from Texas. Like, it's. They think it's a like it's a t- traditional. Everybody thinks like, we like ride horses. Yeah, they, I've never exactly I've never like, ridden a horse in my life. It's the funniest thing people like <laughs> have that fact, thought of right? Texas even to this day though. Like it's not. There's like, Americans who think Texas are still like that. Like like we're our own <laughs> little cowboys and horses and shit. <laughs> Straight up. So the movie with Harrison Ford of the presidency and you remember that movie where he was hell no the, they they captured <laughs> the plane and he had to fight back to get it. He was the president. Y'all yeah, don't remember that movie? That I don't think we've seen that, sir. What's it called? It's with Harrison Ford. It, it probably old. What, what year did this come I out? I can look it up. What year did it come out? Um, I've seen seventy nine. Oh shit! Probably not. You think we see that? We see yeah. That? I mean, nah. we just watched Top Gun. <laughs> we like just watched Top Gun. We're working our way up a little closer. <laughs> but anyway, you can't Google it. Yeah, you can probably yeah. I'm gonna look it up. What Harrison Ford is the president? Okay, so where are you getting to? So in Turkey, there's a base called Interlik. Mm-hmm. And in that base is where they keep their tornadoes. Air Force One. 
Air Force One. That's it. That's the name of the movie. Air Force One. Yeah. yeah. It was in 97. Not, okay. He said, so y'all, he said 89. I was, I was maybe like one Y'all should have yeah. seen that movie by now, right? <laughs> I, the hospital. I was maybe I, one now year Now that I've read the title, I feel like I did see it when I was really young, though. Air Force maybe. One. So anyway, they're, the, the fighter planes that came out of the base that they're talking about was the base that I was stationed at in Turkey when I did the football thing. Oh wow! Damn. So like the crazy line. thing is, so were you? You were over here. You were in the military, right, at the time when you, yeah. you were over here. You were in the yeah. military, and what even made you even? How did the conversation like come about, like bringing American football? Like, what did that even come? Because you're playing music, you're playing all this country stuff, you're showing Texas, all that. What we read. But- so three of the friends, Barbarossa, Fati, and that English teacher, he owned a, he owned like a soccer little stadium that was that was covered up with chain link fence, and you'd go inside it. And there was two goals. It was like a half of a real soccer field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would, at night, because it was so hot in Turkey, you would play at night. And he had, like, leagues playing every night. So we would just sit in his office drinking, uh, German, I mean, a, a Turkish beer. Yeah. And Esfis Pilsen was the name of it. And we would eat pistachio peanuts. And we'd be talking about different things. And I'm like, you know, y'all, y'all play this soccer all the time, but y'all never know how to use your use your hands you know i said so i said i should teach y'all how to play football and they're like oh yeah let's do it so having no idea what we the had football sponsors is. who made sewed up uniforms bought our cleats what the hell? we had what a year call, was this like 1997 okay. we had a call to all the players in the city it was like five hundred thousand to come out and try out for for a to play a soccer these are soccer players to play American football. We had 75 people showed up. <laughs> Can and, you imagine? And I had the English teachers translate for me to teach the Turks how to play American football. <laughs> we had our 18 players. We kneeled it down. Two of the players, father owns. By the way, it could have been a millionaire. The two players, father owned the Fram oil filter factory. Do mm. you know what Fram filters are? Sounds important. Not, yeah, sure. it sounds like you know the oil filters yeah. on your car. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, Fram. He, he owned the factory, oh, and Fram hell. was one of the Italian companies that hires him to make the. It's kind of like China makes a bunch of our stuff, and you know Mexico makes a bunch of our factory. Well, Turkey made a bunch of oil filters. So the father invited me over to his house. What the hell? And wanted me. He was going to give me a full. 40-foot container full of all sizes of oil filters and air filters that they made out of his factory. And he wanted me to be his spokesperson and be like the, 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 the liaison to the factory to the United States. <laughs> it started off better and better. $300,000 job. $300,000 job a year. And the problem was, I was active duty, and I still had a had six years left to go. In oh my hell no! You should have so man. I couldn't get out. I was still active Find duty. Your shit. Well, he he was ready activity. to send a full container of oil filters. He goes, "Hey, look," he said, "Mike, give me three names of companies that sell oil filters in the United States. What are their names?" And I said. We didn't have computers like that. You know, it wasn't like you could just get a Mac. Yeah. You know, you had a, you, there were PCs now, 97, but it wasn't as common. So he's like, 
they had some computers at his factory and he showed me his factory. They invited me over for dinner and he was like wanting me to be his liaison. He goes, look, we're going to give you a full container full of, for nothing, like free of all these filters. And all you have to do is do the legwork and, and get a hold of Chief Auto Parts, AutoZone, uh, O'Reilly's. And what uh, the hell? so I gave him the three names of the three oil filter other companies. And he made their oil filters for the first time ever. And he gave me all three samples. And he says, take these samples to these companies and say, look, we can sell you these filters for half the price that you're getting them for, which means bigger profit, which means the factories would have put it out. Which means we would have been rich. <laughs> I would have been a millionaire for sure. Because I get 2%. Off of every oil filter sold. Holy oh, shit. And he was damn. giving me a full container, a 40-foot container. And you just couldn't full. do this because of the military. Because I was active duty. Military. Oh, my God. So That's did you consider okay. deactivating? Okay. Or <laughs> no, but I considered after retirement flying back to Turkey to get Oh yeah. to connect well, with that Well, and it sucks guy. even at that time. It's not like you could uh, make conversation like, like, oh, here's my number. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, I feel like if we were like in today's world and say that was like a brilliant idea. You could have at least kept in contact with them or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least because y'all had that like bond and seemed like for a few years, I did keep their number. Yeah, you know? but like you know, it's just damn. when you change your phone so many times, and they probably found another way. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Like their son, they were just gonna be. You're gonna be the first way. Though. They sent their son to in, in London, England, to be the liaison. Yeah, he spoke perfect English, and that's why I knew the other son, the one that was on my football team. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, Mr. Molina, we want you to be our liaison in the United States. And you're in Texas, so we could ship it into Galveston. And that's a port right there. So you're not that far from Galveston. You're like three hours away. So you, we wanted you to be our liaison so I could. Yeah. I you hear those stories all the time, though. I mean, especially, you know, you, you do. You hear that they, there's opportunities <coughs> that you could have jumped on. Luckily, I mean, you were fighting for our country. You were, you know, you just. Who would have thought though? You just never know. I mean, that's. I just, never told you about that, did I? No, I never knew that. I'm over here like, holy shit. <laughs> Hey, Crazy. think about that. I probably, if you were a millionaire, I probably would have never met you. That means you, you would have never been at Cowboys that night and you met my mom. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Actually. Hey, so I probably would have, I probably would have known who the hell you were. So let me ask you, when I took you to the gun range. Yes. Yes. I'll never forget that. Were you scared? First time. Uh, a little terrified. How old were you? I, no, there was, this was actually not too long ago. I want to say it was about four years, five years ago. At least. About four, four, five years ago. And. I always asked her for the longest time I wanted to go. He wanted to wait until I was 18. Obviously, I think you have to wait until they're 18, right? Or no, you could take you could take him, obviously, yeah, before, just, yeah. Just to but shoot. I think my mom, she's like, just wait until he's 18, whatever. And so we did. And then, uh, obviously, I was like 19 or so, maybe close to 20. And we went. And we went to the gun range. Man, Chief's like, damn, Liam Neeson. This motherfucker has... He, he got... Chief's <laughs> <laughs> like, Liam Neeson. He got... Man said, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Chief got everything. You. Man, I'm not... I can't give too much information, but I'm going to say Chief has a lot of stuff in somewhere. Like, and, and it, I'm talking... Guns on guns on guns, right? Like specifically, like you, any type of gun he has, it, right? Am I right? Four ten, three fifty seven, thirty eight. Man, we're ready for war. Whenever Sig, <laughs> AR fifteen. Hey, all the numbers. So, I'm not afraid for them taking our guns. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really hope they do gun control. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I we're think they should change the law to twenty one. You can't even buy a beer till you're twenty one. Yeah. Right. Think about Makes it. Sense. No, buying a beer is too dangerous. You may kill somebody. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you shouldn't smoke till you're 21 because you could kill yourself. 
But yeah. go ahead and get an AR-15 <laughs> and 15,000 rounds, because I'm sure you're going to use it to kill the enemy. <laughs> Yo, it's true, though. It is very it true. Is what very the hell are they thinking? It, yeah, They're not. That's the thing. They need to or they have people that. thinking for them. They need to fix that. that. But, like, I can understand, like, obviously, yeah, you have an AR-15. People can say, well, why, why are you doing Literally just for purpose of going to a gun range, which we went, and I shot, first time I never forget, feeling like the kick. Caleb, Caleb, you know, he obviously knows the kick of a gun. Like, yeah. your first time ever is, it definitely was like, oh, yeah, shit. I got, Surprising. I got my CHL. Yes, yeah, Caleb's yeah, license so, and everything. The first time I had fired a gun, it was, it was my dad's 40. And I, he was, he told me, because I, at first I was like, you know, you watch some movies and shit. You, <laughs> you always want to hold it aside. You want to be side. a gangster. You no. want to hold that shit to the side. I'm like, Captain, man. Are you kidding me? I think my hand going to be good. And he looked at me. He was like, boy, you dumb as hell. Put your, put your hand. Put, the sec, put your second one there. Taught me how to hold it. He was like, make sure. Hold it correctly. Thumb there. You cut it. I don't know if they can hear you. Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> he said, don't, don't, hold gun, your, that's why. don't hold your thumb in a certain spot. It's going to get hit. He said, just make sure you hold it correctly. You're pointing your... You're very intentional about what you're looking at. You make sure you look through the sights. You line them up. And, you know, it's at first I, I didn't realize, you know, in movies, everybody makes it look so easy. Yeah. Like when you fire a gun, it's like, yeah. oh, like there's no kickback and shit. But like, yeah. nah, like Dog. I fired it and it was like my wrist like <laughs> flew back and I had both hands on there. I just didn't realize the amount of power it had. And it, I shot it and it was like, Pah! and I'm like, my whole wrist popped. Pop like, backwards. Okay. I was like, wow, that is that's a lot more powerful than I had originally assumed. <laughs> so like, oh, yeah. now I, I mean, I got a good grip now and I know. So exactly I, what I got doing, him so. to finally shoot that 357, which Ooh. is, those are powerful. <laughs> Bro. It's so fun. I started off when we started small, which is, let me tell you right now, my favorite gun to shoot out of all the ones you have is obviously a nine. I feel more comfortable. It's just real easy. It's easier. If, you, if you've ever yeah. shot that, it's yeah, nine millimeters. Like it's just more, it's the easiest one for me to shoot compared to like, yeah, I had to shoot a 32, your 32 uh, revolver. 38. 38, man, that thing, I was... It, it, the, it's, kind of, it's funny because it's one of those like old school looking guns. 410 scares the hell out of me. Any revolver, right? A revolver, those you know, like your old school Western days, you yeah. just see like when it's, it's like, like in the little sh- chambers. Sh- bro, I was like, oh, this little thing. Actually, I'm over here like, boom. Bro, the, I wanted The 410, y'all know what a 410 is? Yeah. yeah. It's a shotgun shell <laughs> in a pistol. It's insane. The small round shotgun. Wild. And it... <laughs> It sounds like a bomb going on. And it's yeah. crazy because you see like in the movies, like everyone's just always like, nonchalant. It looks easier in the movies. You go and they just boom, shoot, shoot, shoot. But man, just one shot takes up like a lot, a lot of energy. And I'll never forget that same day. I'm at the gun range for my first time. I'm going through all these handguns. And then she busts out the, the AR, the AR-15. In my head, I'm like, oh, hell no. Like I'm over here still trying to focus on the 38 I just shot. Like that kickback, all that. I was like, I'm not shooting that, that AR. And he told me, he's like, before we leave, you're shooting that. I said, what? <laughs> I said, hell no. And I was like, there's no way. I can't do it. Like, I he literally did that. He did eventually. I didn't think I could do it. He took me over there. We lined up. We scoped out everything. And we had, a, on, we had it on the stand. And I'm looking. I'm like, God, I'm about to shoot this. Like, oh, my God. I, I was scared. I really was. I was like, those kickbacks off of the handguns had me feeling some type of way. I'm like, I'm about to bust this in. Shit, I shot it numerous times, and yeah, it, it, at first, yeah, it was. Uh, and, it was cr- and I wasn't scared of it. It wasn't. It wasn't too. It wasn't as bad as I guess I, as you make it as it. You might seem. You might think it, it like it feels, but yeah, I, I shot that thing. 
Mm. It was crazy. Have you shot guns before or no? Yeah. You have? Yeah. What have yeah. you shot? Like just, just at shooting ranges and like skeet shooting. I've done that before. Dog, skeet, skeet shooting which, wait, looks like fun. What's skeet shooting? Never been skeet shooting. You, they, it's uh, they, they shoot that little frisbee looking thing oh, in the air. Oh, yeah. You have like, to try fire. and yeah, target it. That. That's dope. Yeah, you never yeah. take me With there. a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. And that's shotgun, when man. I really figured out how how Hard. kickback shit was breaking my shoulder. Using a shotgun on that, I feel like you really got to aim like... Uh, right, a Remington 1100 is a really good shotgun. Mm-hmm. Remington 1100, man, so it holds 13 or 17 rounds, and and you use that to skeet shooting. Yeah, but it's dangerous because you're pulling. You know, you're free to do it. Yeah, Just trying to follow the 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 disc. Yeah, yeah. So because you got to time it. I was like, if I ever take him skeet shooting, yeah. I'm staying in the car. I was a, like, a, I was a teenager at the time. <laughs> don't take me there. I just don't need no targets. I just Give him shoot. a handgun. Let me shoot the paper. <laughs> yeah, I was like a teenager at the time, and oh, I, I think I quit. Where's like, it going? Did you I'm, or my dad and yeah. I think, damn yeah, that's kind of tight though. I mean. But I was like, I didn't enjoy it. I was like, I'm not strong enough for this shit yet. You got to be on. Have you done it before? What? Skeet shooting? No. Never done it. <laughs> I'm surprised. I was going it. to, but I, I didn't do it. Yeah. yeah I, I it just seems like fun. Tried it one time no and gave up. You're like, yeah, I'm done. This shit hurts my shoulder, man. I would check it out. <laughs> I said, we'll do it sometime. So I want to do a shout out to A-Pro Roofing and Construction. <laughs> this episode is brought to you there by... You this episode is brought to you by... This A-Pro Roofing, Roofing and Construction. Not the episode, but the alcohol is brought to you by... <laughs> sponsored <A-Pro>. by... <laughs> Y'all don't get into a wreck while you're going home. Hey, no, so no, no, no. the one other thing I wanted to say about that is this. Homeowners have an opportunity to choose who they want to choose to, do, to be a contractor. Just recently, I had a homeowner who had a water pipe bust in the second floor. She had a two-story house and all Oof. the water came through the ceilings and damaged all her bottom floor. It damaged the sheetrock, the carpets. And they sent out ServPro. ServPro is one of those mitigating companies that-, that Let's call them up. out. Let's call them out. That's so, what we're here for. <laughs> so ServPro, they, <laughs> like, the they like to maximize and take all the money that they can out of your policy. So let's say you got a $10,000 policy that says water mitigation you only got up to ten thousand dollars worth of damages they take all ten thousand now if they take the ten thousand and you need another five to fix the stuff back like put back the new tile or the new floor or the new carpet or the sheetrock yeah well if they took all the money that's leaving you with nothing left so most companies don't charge ten thousand to just take out the water damage they take ten, five. Ten G. But, yeah. but they like to maximize your policy and take mm-hmm. all your money. Mm-hmm. So I don't recommend Surf Pro to anybody because that's all they do. And they also, when they come in, you're thinking, oh, well, the insurance sent them. <laughs> they, they sent me. So I'm so happy that you showed up, Surf Pro. And you're like, don't worry about it, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. Guess what? You don't have to pay for us. We're going to have them pay us directly. But what they don't tell you is mm-hmm. that they're taking every dime that every, you got. Uh, every penny, huh? So when you find out that you have no money left over to fix your stuff, you're like, well, they told me they were going to take care of me. But well, they sure did. Yeah. Anyone listening right now, my stepfather has his own uh, roofing business. He's a general contractor as well. You know, he can take care of your roof. You need, uh, you need to fix inside, your roof. Inside, remodel. Hey, remodel. Yeah. Hey, we tear up the inside. You can make it look nice and nice I can and do, good. I'm doing battle, complete remodels right now. Yeah, yeah. Two bathrooms in the kitchen. The next thing and you want to do is build homes, right? That's it. And if any of my Pick clients are listening. My boy, yep. Caleb Craden. You already homes. know. 
You what do you know? Do? Who, you already know who to call. You're a realtor. That's right. Well, then you should be using me to give you free roof inspections. I have your I have your business card already ready. Already Listen, at the ready. Go with <laughs> someone you can trust, a family man, someone who's on your side, an honest military retired man too. That's right. A pro roofing, a one stop shop. A pro. That's all there is to it. Well, thanks for inviting me out to this here podcast. Yeah, no problem. This was one definitely one of our better episodes. Is it really? Yeah. You weren't lying. When you said you walked in here and you said this is gonna be your best episode yet. <laughs> well, I know we had a lot of fun trying out all these different drinks. We got good drinks out of it. Yes, we did. We experimented, we had good conversation, good stories. Some great stories. Everything. And I haven't even touched the surface. Yeah, that's why we're gonna have you back on. Like once a I, month. We need to have uh, Edna on here though. <laughs> we're gonna get both of you on. Oh, it would be a dueling like dueling banjo. <laughs> Anyway, I enjoyed it, and I'm glad you guys invited me. I couldn't wait. I was excited about coming. And next time, I have something, a new surprise. So if y'all invite me back, Surprises every time. That's this guy, for yeah. sure. I like surprises. The I'm king just of surprises. Did somebody put that toilet paper roll on the... I did. Oh, you did? Dude, that's the shitty toilet paper I got from the gas station. So I got, <laughs> no, I got the charm. So I heard you uh, have a raw ass from the last time you ate it. <laughs> from your last podcast. A raw ass. So baby. is that true? You had a raw ass? Dude, from, from that toilet paper. Hey, no, I have the char- the charmin so, right next to it. <laughs> here's here's a military thing. Do you know how the military uses a whole roll and it takes a year to you to use a whole roll? Of toilet paper? Hmm, what? Wait, hold on, hold the, the hell up. The You're one, saying it takes you take one toilet paper roll? One square off. Yeah. You, you, you fold it in half. I thought they did that you, only in jail. You tear off the corner piece. You stick your finger in the hole. Then you wipe your butt. And when you have the poop on your finger, you take the rest of the paper that's round. What? And you pull it off. Like you clean your finger. Then you take that little piece that you tore off and you clean underneath your fingernail. That's some wild. That's what shit. y'all do in the military. That's what I you thought do that was only in jail. No, that's what they uh, do. Yeah, you oh, do what you gotta do, baby. Damn, so they gave y'all one roll for a year. One roll. I one one through yeah, like two yeah, days. Yeah, yeah just I'm over here you use one fucking. little square per 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 oh, trip. Man. I'm pretty sure y'all had that hard ass toilet paper. That's Jared. You're using too much, bro. Yeah, I do use too much. I just like make sure I'm real clean. You know? He's scared to death that something might get on his finger. Mm, <laughs> he needs just, to use a bidet. Tell me if I'm lying. He's scared. He don't want no poop on his finger. It's all natural at the end of the day. Yeah, it's not. A bidet, like, remember when Italy we had a bidet? Remember, yeah, did you he, use it? He, yeah, what's your, yes, take, on, what's your take on bidets? Did you, I, I, did you listen, use it? I listened to your podcast <laughs> about the bidet thing. Did you use and, it? You know Italy? what? I'm thinking when the first time I saw Jared and he didn't know what I was like, you dumbass, what <laughs> don't you know what that's for? <laughs> I'm like, chief, there's another you stand over it, you turn around, <laughs> and after you poop. And they don't. It you sprays just, it. You 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 wash your butt. Yeah, and but it, it seems so, so you logical. Have a fresh butt. <laughs> so what? So do you? Are you a bidet enthusiast? No, I'm. I'm. Did I'm you okay use with, it when we were there? Yeah, I used it. Did you like it? No, I've already known. I was in Germany. I was stationed in Germany. Oh, so, okay. Right. So they have I those there. It feels so. good. So so you if, you never, if you've never had one <laughs> or done one, yeah. it's always cool to try it. So you can yeah, but you so it. so you don't think the U.S. should embrace? Nah. They sell them at Walmart. I mean, if anybody, but I'm, it's like oh, thirty so, but, bucks. But like, they're in every. I feel like I've, I look. I've been in a lot of houses, and you sell houses, so yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a bidet in American house today. Have you seen? I so honestly have. I mean, in the short time I've been in real estate, no, I, I don't, I haven't seen Boom. anybody with a. Can bidet it not in their just house. be like beneficial though? If it, maybe if, one actually, if people maybe one. Have a bidet, like yeah, you'd probably save on toilet paper. Yeah, it, it's it cleans yeah. you. Thirty's <laughs> been around. A few yeah, years. so we have a bunch of rental properties, and they all have bidets at them because we just like you do. 
yeah, yeah. because we say so people are going to travel and stay at the rental properties we can provide something unique which is a bidet dude it looks cool it has a light it's like it one is. of the more expensive ones and they can experiment with it for the first time so i'm gonna build a pool i'm building a bridge over my creek and yeah. i'm building a, a burglar over the that pad i have out there Ooh. i don't have you seen it yet the pad i, I had already built I don't know. I haven't seen that. It's been a while. So I'm going to build a pool. <laughs> been a while. And then once we get it done and have maybe a couple of years of fun with the pool, I'm going to Airbnb my house. Oh, yeah. You should. It's 4,550 square feet. I would, that's you what my should. family's he doing. He sells houses. He does Airbnb. Everyone does something. So you guys <laughs> got, you got experience in Airbnb. Right? Yeah. I help manage it. Sure. I, oh, do you? Yeah. So tell me, is it beneficial? 100%. Dude, Great business. Hell yeah. Is it? Great business. Hell yeah. So, do do my 4,550 square feet can be rented oh. out with a pool? People eat it up. They Especially because I teach oh, about will say, I will say location the, is important. Of course. Yeah. So, that's the only question. So, I think. I'm off a of 90 going straight into town. So, it's a 20 well, minute drive to town. Yeah. It's about 20 minutes from SeaWorld, which yeah. you could so say. So, it's all that. about how you market it. Like, yeah. you can say 15 sea minutes World. to SeaWorld. <laughs> then it's like, it's, cut it's, it's about 20 to SeaWorld. It's like 20 minutes from SeaWorld. And 35 to 40 to downtown. You just say exactly. 15 minutes to SeaWorld. You put that in the That's description. Cut and that in, cut that in. Gotta lie a little bit. Just lie a little bit. That was if you were doing Take 90. you a long way. That's your fault. You drive slow, motherfucker. You can exaggerate a little bit and people... So will... I, I was talking to the Airbnb people and they said, potentially, if I had a pool, then I could I could make 9000 a month on that, on Airbnb. And yeah, honestly. Would, any house with a pool that. is like, you're pretty much set it's a, it's as far as Airbnb. Especially because I'm... But you, who rents a house that big? Oh, people. Oh, You'd be his, surprised. Do you know the square footage on, on your- You'd be surprised. One of the properties that, you know what I'm talking like about? Like 4,800. 4,800? Holy crap. Yeah, 40, you got a bigger house than me. No, 4,800, yeah. It's yeah. So, we, yeah, with the way we kind of market is kind of like as the resort type of experience. It has a pool, has a basketball court. Oh, my pool's going to have waterfalls and fireplaces, you know, fire uh, bowls. It's going to have five different fire bowls. It's going to be, I already have the fire, the fire pit there underneath yeah. the covered patio. So I have fans going, air conditioned, so it's a cool 780 square foot of covered yep. patio. Damn. You and, would be surprised the amount of people who are having family get-togethers. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be an outdoor kitchen. I really think it's going gonna, it's gonna to do well. Well, when you finish up, let us know, and we'll like we'll rent it from you for a small amount of $500. <laughs> so we'll test it out to see if it was good. <laughs> we'll test it out. Try it out. I'll never get we'll I feel, it out I feel a party, and he got so pissed. He got so pissed. <laughs> oh, kill him. <laughs> He came I, up. Hey, Caleb was there. You I know, was there. My dad did that party. There. I did that party at our house. That party, party was lit, though. That party was lit, though. You don't want to go there. He came home. I'll never forget, bro. The, you know, yeah. I was like. <laughs> they were out of it. So it was. Just, it was just, so no, no, no. He's not my, smart enough to try to get away with it. it was, he's, he's about as dumb so as a box. So he didn't tell around. you about it. I first told him when he thought when he first said it n that no, there ain't gonna be no party at my house. Yeah, just gonna track in a H bunch of people. Him and my mom shoes. went. Him and my mom went to. For so my wife surprised me for my birthday, and we went to. No, it was anniversary. Anniversary. It was, it was exactly so we went like three to, years ago. We went to uh, George Strait's uh, Tapatio Springs. Yeah, and when we got home, <laughs> he's sleeping. Yeah, and there's a ladder, and the first thing I he told I told him is no Xbox in my media room. Okay, so when I walk into the room, first I see the whole oh, the whole room is trashed with dirt, dirty shoes. You didn't even clean up. No, no, no get this. This we party so long. We went to bed at like six, seven in the morning. They got home at like nine. I woke up and I saw the location. They were literally like at the gate. We just parted. There's a all ladder night. with my Xbox <laughs> to the fucking 
And that's the first time I said F word. <laughs> To the damn uh, projector, and I said he ain't even smart enough to take the Xbox down. <laughs> I went to Chief's truck to get a uh, to get the ladder because we have a projector. So the thing is, you can only connect the HDMI to the projector. So I got I got one of the ladders from his truck. I had an HDMI I lined it up outlet. And I put the, the Xbox at the top of the ladder that he could have plugged into, but he wasn't smart enough. It was down on the wall. He could have just plugged that. it in. Yeah. Instead of trying to plug it into the stupid. Stupid ass. So oh, he man, had yeah. this stupid 10-foot ladder with this the Xbox on top. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. And then I, I rolled back the carpet in the TV room, and there's trash. And then I go outside on my patio, and there's bottle caps all over the floor, all over the outside, all of, thousands of bottle caps. And I knew. And he said, oh, he only had a couple of people. So he had like 10 people. It was just it was a little wild. He had <laughs> two people told me he had over 30 freaking people I there. Was about, it was probably close we to- had a DJ. <laughs> If it makes you feel there. better, I was not. He there. was gonna come, but he did not show up. But he, he was. But I, yeah. for, in my Caleb, defense, in my defense, if you, would you <laughs> came if you'd have known he was told not to do it? I would. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have came. I wouldn't have came. I wouldn't have came. I would have showed up and shut it down. I would have. I'd have called the cops on it. Let me tell you, Arthur, I'm gonna adopt you. We went. We just party all night. That I didn't have enough time to like even sleep and like clean up. Like I didn't know y'all were know how close he came to in our marriage. Oh shit! I didn't know they were gonna come home that early. I had no idea. Like if he would have been smart enough to clean up everything, I was planning on that and have it all done and clean like nothing ever happened. I thought y'all were gonna come. Nothing would have been brought up, but. I, it took him over two years before I trusted him again. I thought they were gonna come home at like noon him. or one. Like I didn't. Act- You're talking about nine thirty. Mad MF. I was a mad MF. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I like, bet. I thought I, that was. There's so many times I thought I was gonna die. It was that day too. Yeah, I never forget. And I'm with John. I'm like John. Hey, go get the trash can. I'm like <laughs> we're all just trying to put stuff in. And yeah, you wanted to kill me. And I've never had a party since then because now you have cameras. And uh, <laughs> and he learned. Home. He learned from it. Oh yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's loaded up. He knows. He gets a notification when I go in the driveway. Like it, it, those, those cameras work. So uh, there's no, those. That party was one and done. It well, was, it was pretty lit. Though. You got any personal questions? One and done deal. How did I become successful? And not a hard thing. We all know. Yeah, we know. Cro- 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 you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know. We just, nah, nah, you just that shit just happened. Yeah. Business, man. Like you, honestly, you've done a lot, a lot. of shit, right? A lot a of lot. stuff. You've done. I mean, you're a businessman. You have your own business. You were in the military for twenty years. So, do you years. have any skeletons in your closet, Arthur? <laughs> He's all throwing shit at you. Arthur, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? No, I'll, get, I'll get to Clay, Caleb in a second. Do you have any skeletons? skeletons? So, what does that even mean? Yeah, Family you? secrets that you won't know, oh, don't want anybody to know. No, nah, that's probably like not, I mean, not good probably, for the, Yeah, definitely. Not I good for the pod. Probably everyone does, right? Yeah. I'm I got sure. I got about a cemetery. Not, <laughs> yeah. oh my not, God. not anyone about to announce. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to throw anything out here on, on, on the pod. This shit goes all over. But um, yeah, it, we're, we're What do you got? What you got, bro? You already said <laughs> half the shit that I okay, got. Hey, I think um, we're going to wrap this one up. Yeah, we are. I, yeah, gonna wrap it up. I was like, man, I got. Stuff on you, <laughs> but we're gonna get Chief on again because this was definitely one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Episodes. How many minutes yeah. you all know? I just want to know. Oh, we're over two hours. Two oh, hours? Shit. Are you kidding? We're over two hours. All okay, right, we, so got, we gotta wrap it up. Yeah. We gotta wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap it up. But we will, we will finish with this. Um, going back to when Jared made that Facebook post about you. From what I've observed, I know how much from what he also from what I've observed and also what he says behind the scenes when you're not around, mm-hmm. how much he respects you. 
and how big of an impact you've made on his life. That's that's nice. So I appreciate. I, I had a hope I did. Oh, I a big one, yeah, huge yeah. one. I completely no, I, agree. And I don't consider him my stepson. No, that's... I I literally consider him my boy. Definitely. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, We're not I, trying to cry. We're not trying to cry. <laughs> but but we appreciate you being on. We're yeah. definitely going to get you on again. That'd be nice. And no, we definitely. appreciate the drinks you made for us. Hey. Oh, hell yeah. We'll do something different. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, every, all, every episode is going to be a surprise. All I know is that you need to come and surprise us again. You keep it, you keep it saying what you, what you did. <laughs> Those <laughs> drinks were fire. But you could... Once again, like, for coming to my heart, thank you so much for coming on. You know, you are like my father. Thanks for inviting me. You, uh, we had a great time and uh, can't wait to do it again. You had fun? Oh, damn. <laughs> you're, yeah, really yeah, cool. you're, a, you're a podcaster now. Yeah, yeah. Block, Hey, post us on your TikTok because you be uh, That's your resume, uh, Texan. No, no, Mr. Croatia. Hey, I want to see another TikTok viral. <laughs> no, we're gonna get football in Bosnia. So, where the hell you at? Yeah, you're, <laughs> shit, you did it all, but man, hey, it's been a good time, yo. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Thoughts, players. We out.